The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome. This is our first official football Friday on the program. We don't even have the guy who played in the NFL. No. And obviously, this is an, just another example, Aton. I wish uh, I wish Amy Fadul was here because this is just another example of Barrett not reading his emails. Yes. Because you sent an email yeah. this morning. I did, and right. I, I have to leave a little early as we have to go back to our favorite place, which is the hospital over the last five to five and a half weeks. Where are you going to get lunch? Yeah, absolutely. You're going to eat? Look, <laughs> well, actually, you know, we're basing our appointments around the menu. So right, I'm calling right. ahead of time and seeing what's on the menu for lunch, and then we'll go in there. <laughs> what so do I got today? Prime rib? Yes, sir. Prime <laughs> rib. A, a nice a nice mash. Yeah. Right, if you like that little corn, corn oh, yeah, cob, yeah, you know? so beautiful. Yes, I have to leave a little early here. I'll be here for that first chunk of the first hour or second hour, second pardon. hour, yeah. Now, I don't know what the hell I we had no idea about Barrett being in and out. No, like you know, see, this is this is what I love. Like, he doesn't even know what his schedule is day to day. So, how in the world are we supposed to know? You right. know what I'm saying? Between work and home, he's given a schedule, right? Right. That's pretty much what you're saying here. Right. He doesn't make his day. People, other people make his day for him. Yeah, I agree. You know, now that that's a that's a hell of a way to live life, by all yeah. means. On one end, it's like you never have to do anything. On the other end, it's like, well, you're never able to do anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it's kind of exactly. like if it take this is the age-old question: Would you rather this or that? Now, uh, we do have, I guess he's at camp. That's the only reason why. I mean, he's well, definitely working. It's not yeah. like he's at home just chilling. No, 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 no. It's not, you know, he's, he's obviously watching some football, I would assume. But uh, I saw a tweet today from Pro Football Talk oh, that I'm said, what did it Oh, say? you are? Uh, well, somebody else retweeted it into my timeline, but it was a tweet that got my attention because it said Carson Wentz is not practicing due to a foot injury. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is right. I mean, the only bigger uh, tweet that could, would really get my attention would be Aaron Rodgers got hurt at practice. Yeah, I agree. Okay, because I mean, that would hurt our bet. That's exactly that. Our money is is much more important than our narrative here. So yes. anything that's gone wrong with the Packers, first, like we'd stop talking about the Eagles could trade for Deshaun Watson, and if Aaron Rodgers breaks a fingernail, we're going to take a minute. Exactly uh, right. <laughs> We're going to take a second here. Uh, as far as your point here with 
what's happened on, on our end and Carson Wentz, I mean, all eyes right here on Wentz because of that draft pick. But at the same time, there was such a battle back and forth here in this city, Harry, as you remember, just trying to determine if, in fact, the guy is injury prone or if he plays through injury, right? So we've seen him miss time as a whole with injury, not just one year, right? Multiple years. Mm-hmm. So this this shouldn't come as like a major surprise if Carson Wentz misses four or five games this year. No, no, I would not be shocked. But it would be definitely an impact negatively yeah. on A, the Colts making the playoffs, and as a result, the Philadelphia Eagles getting that pick, that conditional pick. Right, because he got, what, the 70 and 75% of the snaps situation. Yeah, you know? absolutely, man. Oh. And they don't have a 1-1-A at the quarterback position. It's not like Frank Reich is seeing what he's got at the backup spot here. This would be a legit injury. This would be something to grow your concerns about whether or not the Colts could win this division, which is not a guarantee anyway. You have a boosted Nashville team. They signed Dupree right on one end. They get Jones on the other end. Mm-hmm. They got Dupree, didn't they? Uh, but Dupree, yeah. 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 So, Tennessee. I mean, look, both guys, you're getting in a situation where there's injury involved, and I, I understand that. But, man, you know, you, you have to understand that so much – is tagged right now to Carson Wentz and that trade going through where the Eagles get that pick. If you don't get that pick as a result of it, a 25 to 30% chance that it doesn't hit, I think it makes the trade look much worse. Right. You're 70% and they make the playoffs. You get the pick first round. Right. Or 75% of the snaps, no playoffs. You get the pick as a first rounder. Much different if the guy's missing five to six weeks with a foot injury. No doubt. No doubt. And again, just because they're the second best team by a long shot in that division does not mean that they're guaranteed a playoff spot. If they don't, right? I mean, wild card is not, even though they have added a third, Harry doesn't guarantee that. No, because you you look in there like, you know, as far as teams they're competing against for a wild card, let's say. I mean, let's just say Tennessee wins the division. And the Colts would then be in a battle with the Cleveland Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers, or the Ravens, whoever doesn't win that division for a wild card. And then you also have to look at the AFC West. The Chargers, we think, are going to be pretty good this year in a possible right. wild card type team. And then you look at the East, like Buffalo, let's say, is the class. Well, how good's New England or Miami? They're, they're probably in the mix for a wild card. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Welcome in a Friday. You made it. We made it. We all made it. Even Barrett's made it. He's just at practice. And you never know. To Andalay B, another push a T line may pop up in the first hour here. I don't have much time to work with, so I'm going to try and bang out as many clips, <laughs> references as I possibly can. But we welcome now, what a night yesterday. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll take you through my personal day here where I get crushed 
on that first game, right? That first doubleheader of the doubleheader, I get absolutely hammered. It started on the show. I thought I'd be a little cute and build a little tower around the Washington, around the Phillies and just absolutely embarrassed, right? Because the Nats were dealing with COVID. The Nats sent their closer away before the first game. I'm thinking this is an easy win for the Phillies. Clearly not the case, Harry. Right, so what right. do I do like an idiot? I doubled down on three bigger bets for the Phillies in game two. Specifically, I went under. Well, that didn't last, I think, for more than an inning, that total. I took the Phillies minus one, and I took the Phillies on the money line, right? So money line hits barely, but that was a smaller bet. The big one, the one that made it okay with everything throughout the day was Phillies minus one because I was getting plus money. So let me just thank baseball for allowing these extra three runs mm. because you don't need to, right? Like you could easily end the game with one run crossing the plate and that's it. But thankfully baseball allows those three runs. And then I fell asleep waiting for the Sixers to do absolutely nothing. So that's yeah. my day and night. Very disappointing on, on the Sixers end because there was no movement, no trades, nobody healed. No, uh, Ben Simmons is still on the team, but let me remind you of something that you have to have learned now as of yesterday. There are no easy wins for the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay. No, I don't know. Nothing is easy. Nothing is easy. No. And how about Scherzer pitching yesterday, knowing that, you know, his team is trying to work out a trade for him? First of all, what if he got hurt yesterday in that That game? You know what I mean? Like they're working with the Padres, they're working with the Dodgers, and he was pitching. Amazing. Little theory. I'll have that coming up right now. The Jacob Media YouTube page back in three on SportsMap Radio. I wonder if they just needed to, like, do you think the deal was in place or do you think there was hesitation and him going out there may have put the deal over the top and secured one extra piece back? Maybe, maybe somebody wanted to see him pitch, you know, that day, but I've, and it was very risky. I mean, you know, as far as from the nationals end, you know, because you're thinking, you know, all right, we're trying to, we're trying to play these two teams off against, because it was, I thought he was going to the Padres. Right. It was basically announced that he was going to go to the Padres, and then all of a sudden it's the Dodgers. Like yesterday was a weird day because of that, and also Woj got got scooped by oh, Shams. Uh, Nick's trade, was it, with the – Well, the trade with Kuzma. He had Kuzma going to Sacramento for Buddy God, Yield. Not for Russell, Russell Westbrook. Right, and then Shams comes in and said, oh, whoa, son, no, he's going to Washington, and Westbrook is coming back. Yeah, I mean, where to begin yesterday, clearly, yeah. right? I mean, and, and look, this this buries everything, which normally on a slow day, we would be leading with not one but two individuals who failed their conditioning test as members of the Philadelphia Eagles, Harry. <laughs> like Jalen Rager, I understand it's an excuse as far as like what's happening in your personal life, but you still have to show up to work or you have to take time off for work. Right. I think that's the same. Like Jalen Rager is a human being. He loses a close personal friend. You need some time off and the team should be accommodating of that, especially as we become more in tune with mental health with athletes. Right. Like allow him to have some time off or maybe mandate that he has some time off. Don't have him and nor should Rager be put in a situation where he's stepping in out of shape. And Dallas Goddard, what the hell are you thinking? You're coming in on a money year. Hey, you showing up fat. <laughs> oh no that that was it like we had that we had no movement with ben simmons 
We had the trade, which I don't look. I don't know what that deal is. I don't know why. If LeBron James just feels like he needs an upgraded J.R. Smith, like a rich man's J.R. Smith, I don't know what the hell's going on there. But I'll leave you with this thought, Harry. If you can get a futures bet of Bradley Beal leading the league this coming season in scoring, I would jump on it now. Mm. I would jump yeah. on it now. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he's going to get dealt, and I think this is going to be him dropping thirty-five a night. And he's going to win the scoring title. Yeah, that's pre- that's a pretty good one. You know, a lot lot more a uh, lot more shots for him now that Westbrook is out of there. Did you like that trade on the surface? Where West, like, forget Washington in the sense of we know Washington's going absolutely nowhere. They may, I don't think they deal Beal, but did you like the trade for L.A.? No, no, I don't actually. Seems I mean, like I know you know Le- LeBron is getting older. He, you know, he's you know Westbrook. You know, scores in transition and. You know, but he's, he, I just don't, I don't see it as a mesh. No. You know what I mean? No, me neither. I mean, you've got three guys in him, AD, and LeBron who are top players, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, the middle. it's hard the to see that connection. Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, Barrett is on what? practice duty for who nbc or is he i'm not sure we were not informed i mean i I just don't understand how he doesn't inform his co-hosts of where he's going to be on a day-to-day basis yeah i I don't get it on the same day in which we get an announcement that netflix is dropping a michael schumacher documentary you would think that he would be low-key faded ready to rock and roll for that one right think so is he dialed in for that absolutely that's his bag man anything that has to do with cars and racing you know it yeah you know it i I don't even know where to begin honestly like we have the eagles and look i i don't think it's the end of the world that two guys fail a conditioning test that's the news that came out but still i mean we're just going to be hovering over there are two big things i think with the eagles right harry and and maybe there's more so let me know. But I think the biggest thing right now with the Eagles is Deshaun Watson. We keep hearing Derek Gunn, I saw yesterday, put a tweet out acknowledging and commending the job in which Jalen Hurts did just saying, look, I'm not paying attention to it. I acknowledge it, but I'm not paying attention to it, handling it in that manner. But still in Gunn's tweet referenced how real and tangible the reports are for the Eagles connecting with Watson. So I think first and foremost, look, it's not like the guy's on an exempt list. It's not like the guy has been punished by the league. And even in wait and see mode, we see guys get punished from the league, at least on exempt lists. So there's none of that, which conspiracy theory would have you, Harry, believing that that's just the NFL trying to get him out of Houston. But point being is that that's the first thing. The other thing is I think we kind of just wait and see and get reports from like, Jimmy Kemsky or John McMullen or Barrett Brooks or BLG about, hey, Nick Sirianni ran this 21-speed package today or the defense is lining up in a 3-4 just so we get an idea of what identity they have because we have no idea. Those are kind of like the only two things for me happening with the Eagles right now. Yeah, I mean... The, the, oh, Zach Ertz, I guess you could add to Well, yeah, Zach Ertz too. And, and, and as it relates to the Eagles, now the Carson Wentz situation where he's not at practice today because That's of an injured point. foot. So, but yeah, the, the the Deshaun Watson stuff just will not go away. It won't go away. Well, people, and look, I'm assuming this is the team. Derek Gunn doesn't need you to like a tweet of his. No. 
you know, Howard Eskin doesn't need you to like him. Forget a tweet of his. Yeah, he doesn't right. care. No, Brandon Lee Gowton has the most successful blog on SB Nation across the board, and it's not even close, they'll tell you, with the metrics, which is the bleeding green, right? So nobody here needs clicks. Not mm-hmm. even that uh, e- EPS guy, UPS yeah, guy. Yeah, he, need, he needs clicks. Well, I don't even know. He's built in with a radio station. So, I mean, that that's branded. And he, he's does, all- he doesn't want any Deshaun Watson discussion. He wants it all to go away and for everybody to just, you know, rally around Jalen Hurts. Yeah, good luck when he's got, and I dare I say this word, colleagues coming out pushing that, well, this is real. Like, Where are they getting it from? Again, Howard Eskin, Brandon Lee Gowton, whoever, Jimmy Kemsky, whoever it may be, take your pick. Dave Zangaro, Mike Kay, whoever the hell it may be, right? McMullen, mm-hmm. Jeff Kerr, who's I was watching again this morning on Birds 365. Whoever it is covering this team, they're not, they, nobody needs to make something up by simply saying there's interest, mm-hmm. right? Like you want to make something up, say there's a deal that's imminent. Say that pending what's coming down from the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles have a deal in place with with Watson. Like, okay, now you've got pandering for clicks. Now you've got the whole world blowing it up. But if you just say there's continued interest or somebody comes out, Harry, and says, yeah, there's interest, there's interest, that's the team telling him that, not the individual making it up. No, and and one way to – I mean, one way to uh, maybe put a – put a damper on it would be Jalen Hurts looks spectacular in practice preseason games and week number one against the Atlanta Falcons. Is there a, is there a threshold for you where you would look at Jalen and and what's the trade deadline week eight? Did they change that with the, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let me look that up. I, I don't know if they changed it this year. I apologize with the extra game that they added. No, I'm November 2nd. November 2nd, yeah. Right? Okay. So let me see how many games that is. That's got to be like around eight eight games or so, right? Yeah, I mean, you could just go. The opening day is the 12th, 13th. Right. Right. So a month to probably six to seven weeks, something like that, right? I'm going to pull up the Eagles schedule right here. Here's the thing where – you would have that much time. Deshaun Watson's going to look good no matter where he plays. He's a top five skilled quarterback in the NFL. It's between it's before week nine's game. After week eight. Yeah, after okay. week eight. So you have after week eight. All right. Let's just assume all things are equal for Deshaun Watson. Nothing's mm-hmm. changing with him. If he's out there on the field, look, they may be 0 and 8, but he's still going to look fine. The point is now. I'll give you six weeks and the preseason on top of that. Is there a threshold that you could reach where you say to yourself, I'm good. I I don't need to turn around and trade for this guy and Deshaun Watson. I know. And I'm asking you specifically, not just in general for the fan or taking the pulse of anything. I know you personally want Watson here. So I wonder if, if he balls out and hurts the case, You you know what he'd have to look like for me? Russell Wilson 2.0. Okay. Okay. Now, would you uh, would you afford him that benefit of the doubt, or would you, after five weeks of Russell Wilson 2.0, say, ah, it's only five weeks. <laughs> no. I need more time. <laughs> now you're sounding like Adam Shine. Yes. Okay. I need more time. <laughs> 
It's only five weeks. Right. No, but I mean, like the the trade deadline is an interesting time where it's like eight games. Let's let's just say Deshaun Watson ends up on some, you know, suspended list or whatever for a certain amount of games to start the season. You know, let's say he's because Houston's not going to want to play him. No. Right. No. They want him to get to get hurt. They want to move him. He wants yeah. out. They want to move him. I think they've moved on. I really do. I, I mean, he's only he's at practice, on. so he doesn't get fined. Correct. He's right? moved on too, right? Yeah, right. Who wants out of their respective situation more? Deshaun Watson or Ben Simmons? Oh, Do you see that picture with Simmons at the one. pool last night? No, I missed that. Oh, in LA at the pool? Yeah, he could. this guy couldn't be bothered. He could yeah. not. I thought he'd be working on his jump shot. No. No, no, no. That's that's a no. They don't. Wow. Now, was he with anybody at the pool? I think so, right? Was it his own pool in his backyard? Yeah, at the new mansion. He's not at a public pool. Or was it a pool in Vegas? Was he in Las Vegas at one of those party uh, pools? Might have been at a party pool. Yeah. Ben Simmons. Where'd you oh, see this? It's his Instagram picture. Do I need to pull this thing up oh, here? Yes, because I don't follow him on Instagram. Are you following I me? I don't think I follow any athletes on Instagram. Are you following me on the gram? All right, so now I have to do Instagram pool pick just to get this damn thing up here. Well, I'll pull up my Instagram, and I'll just search Ben Simmons. I'm sure it's right there. Well, no, because now I have to I have to find the right one. Oh. Here, Ben Simmons. Yeah, I do know. Oh, yeah, I, I see it. It's the first thing that comes up. Boy, that's a sweet pool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's at his house. Yeah, that's at the mansion. Wow. So you think this guy gives a crap? On who he gets traded for, he just wants out. Right, right. Like, do you well, think he well, would honestly care where he goes at this point? I feel like Simmons would be okay with a trade to Minnesota just because he's not here. Well, I don't, I don't know about Minnesota or Oklahoma City. Those are two destinations I don't think that he would really appreciate. You think that would just be like a total kick in the rear? Yeah. By Daryl Morey. I'm just thinking maybe from this personally. Like, I, I feel kind of bad for, for Robinson Earl, the, the nice uh, player from Villanova that got drafted last night by Oklahoma City. Not Scotty Earl, right? No, that's <laughs> Robinson Earl, huh? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, you know, not to uh, completely overshoot what happened last night here, but I don't know if you like the point guard that they took out of Tennessee. I don't know much about him. I, mean, I, J- I don't Jayden either. Springer. He's a combo yeah. guard. And he's a one-and-done kid as well. Right, so, right. Played but, 25 games at Tennessee. I think he averaged 12, 13 points a game. He didn't shoot a lot of threes. I think he only shot like one or two a game. Right. Um. You know, so it's, he's not – he's a guy that can score. He can get to the rim apparently, and he plays some defense. But I don't yeah. really – I can't say that I've watched him play. No, not yeah. not much. And look, I think the – the combo guard element, the ability to handle the basketball, the ability mm-hmm. to get some shots up and not be a problem or liability. And, and he's neither on defense, uh, I think, holds. Look, there were a couple of other guys on the board that I, I think the Sixers could have made a legit play for. Not to say that I had a problem with who they drafted in the second round by any means. Mm-hmm. I think that kid Bassey from Western Kentucky. I like him. Yeah, he's a body, man. Yeah. Like he's, he's a physical body yeah. that you can move with. He was, he's a real – he was a first-round pick, but then he got – he, I injured. think he broke a bone in his leg or something. Yep. 
and the medical was what pushed him to the second round. And that other guy, Petrasev, you know, he was the West Coast Conference Player of the Year when he was a sophomore at Gonzaga. So what happened? He got hurt? Then he, oh, then he, he went back him, to right? Europe, and he played yeah. in that Adriatic League, which I think is a pretty good league over there. And he had success there. So that's kind of an interesting pick. I don't know. Maybe he stays in Europe. Who knows with any of these you know, second-round picks from other countries, whether they come over right away. But I thought that was kind of interesting. There was a, a kid where I, I think if you looked at what happened in the second round, there was a kid on the board who I, I really would have liked here. The guard from Illinois? West Virginia. Oh, okay. Miles McBride, the kid okay. who the Knicks got from OKC. Okay. I, or Butler maybe from Baylor was on the board. He went yeah. a few picks later. The kid from Illinois you mentioned, Ayu, right? Yes. A.O.? Yes. A.O., not A.O. from uh, and one. No, so that's it. I mean, I, again, I don't know why. Why did Was he hurt? Why did he slip so much? He was projected as a top 20 top. So was the kid that the Knicks got there in Miles McBride. But I think there was some injury concern following that. So I understand where you know people would be a little concerned about that. But I thought he was a better version of who the Sixers drafted in the first round, Springer. Mm. Now, there might be injury concern, and maybe the Sixers don't want to go down that road again. I understand that. But, I mean, you had a couple of kids there, to your point, the kid from Illinois as well, that the Bulls yep. got, that fell for whatever reason. But that's what I'm saying, where in, in this case, I don't think it was a terrible pick the Sixers made. It was just interesting to see the direction that they went on the board. No problem, though. No big issue by any means. Yeah, Io was projected like a, a right around where the Sixers were picking. Yeah. And in some of these mock bit. drafts at 27, 28, you know, Brooklyn, Philadelphia. All right, actually, NBADraft.net actually picked Jaden Springer for the Sixers in their mock. Hmm. So they got it right. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I like I, the kid who went second overall. That kid I can't wait to watch play. Green. Yeah. Jalen Green. Yeah, he's got some talent, man. Yeah. And, you know, like we all knew Cade Cunningham was going to go. That's the worst kept secret that I think we've had for a long time here. Right. But the Rockets. Now, here's the thing about the Rockets. Real quick, we'll break. But the and I just know this from DFS stuff. The Rockets were already running at a ridiculous pace. Like they were mm -hmm. a bad team, but they scored a lot. They were great in fantasy because you knew that they were going to have a ton of possessions. And even if they got blown out, they could score a buck 10, buck 20. Mm -hmm. easily. Good over team. It, yes, great over team yeah. as well. That's a fantastic point, Harry. So this kid walks into a stream that's already flowing pretty fast, which yeah. is good in the NBA. All right, let's take a quick one here. We're back in three on the Jacob Media YouTube page and Sports Map Radio. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say... But as I always say... It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest... Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huckenfot. What's that? Huckenfot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods. Woods. 
The perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios, here's a Victor, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so Barrett still, uh, what's the deal here? Practice well, <laughs> over or what? Listen, I I sent him a text. I said, uh, Aton is leaving the show at 1225, and he gets back to me, affirmative. Like, yeah, I know that that's the case. I'm telling you that, right? Yeah. So what is... What about you at 1225? Where are you going to be? Will you be Crickets. here? Crickets. Like, yes, I think that's a very <laughs> simple question we need an answer to. Oh my God. You may not get that answer today. No. You realize that, right? I tell you who is going to join me and maybe Barrett at 1230 is Michael Bradley. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yes. There you go. Now you got El hombre. Hour. Yeah. Right. He'll he'll take the whole half hour from you. Glad well, I figured there's a lot to talk about with you know the stuff with uh, despite you know outside of the Eagles. I mean the college football stuff that he's all on top of. How it's going to affect college basketball. I want to talk to him about the NBA draft and also the Eagles. I agree. I, I think from look, you've got that ESPN story right about the cease and desist. That'll probably take 15 minutes if you right. wanted to bring that up alone. He would just tail in. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> That would be enough. Now, are you going to be watching anything other? Because there's no Phillies for you. I understand that. You're not going to be watching the Phillies, right? This no. Weekend, you won't watch any Phillies. I will not watch a, a minute of that. We still have Olympic golf, and I'm still mm -hmm. holding on to a couple of matchups here. Answer over Lowry. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bezidenhut over Leishman. 
Right. And Connor's over Cam Smith. So Leishman looks terrible. Uh, and and that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. And and look, Zayden who was minus one oh five in that matchup to start. Yeah, I have him in a top. Uh, I think a top ten. Nice. Yeah. Now I am. I I don't know if this is going to last or not, but I am thirty seventh in one of these big DK tournaments right now. Uh, the lineup mm-hmm. that I have now, granted, we're all helped by the fact that there is no cut for this. Correct. But, um, I had one here that was pretty damn. So this is the lineup that I have. That's thirty seventh in this pretty big tournament here. So Sean, what was the buy-in? Buy-in was, uh, let's see here, because now I have to go back. The buy-in was $1. Oh. And I bought, tw- and it's 20 entry max. 20 oh, so, K. So it's, wow. Yeah, so it's a $1 entry and 20 entries max. So you spend $20 to hopefully make a lot, right? Yeah, and you're now, putting in 20 different combinations, correct? Correct. Correct. I'm putting in uh, 20 different combinations exactly. Now, the payout here is a K, 1K for first overall. You're basically you're making your money back if you finish less than 6,420th, like in that range of, of yeah. like 3,000 to 6,000. So, a lot of people in this tournament here, all right? And I'm 37th right now, riding a decent payout. But look, there are two days left, so I'm in that $30 range. A K for number one overall. But um, that's now, who did you center this around? Obviously, you've got one or two players in all of these combinations, I'm sure, right? That you're just, like, banking on? Yes. The, the two guys that I have the most exposure to, that's the term that oh, you is that the term? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the most exposure to Johnny Vegas. Okay. Who, unfortunately for me, is owned by 35% of the field, which mm. to be fair, 65% of the field does not own Vegas. But Vegas was one that I hedged a lot to. And the other guy, actually two guys that I have a lot of exposure to outside of Vegas in this order, uh, Vegas, Straka, and Guido. Mm. Because you have to be different. I like Guido. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm playing Hovland, but so is a quarter. Yeah, of everybody's yeah. going to play him. Um, yeah. Now, now Shoffle is only 18% owned. Yeah. Now, remember, you were asking me about the Americans the other day, and I was, like, thinking out loud, talking myself out of JT, and I said, Shoffle's the guy. Yep, you did. So he, he shot eight under. under yesterday. Yeah. This is the crew, uh, this is the crew that I have right now, 37th Harry. It's Xander, Hovland, Guido, and Xander's first. Uh Hovland is tied for 15th. Guido is tied for 11th, mm-hmm. with Vegas tied for 11th. Uh Pereira. Mito Pereira, that he's yes, from Pereira. Chile. He's playing really well right Insane now. Insane right now. Yeah, I have him yeah. and he's tied for third. I have him, and then I have Straka, mm-hmm. who's also tied for third. So that's Pereira that- played well last week at the 3M, too. That's why I had somebody yeah. tell me that it was that that he exp- it might have been you. I forget who it was. We've had golf people on, but yeah. somebody connected the 3M to the Olympics saying that he he's, you know, he's stroking the ball well, like he played well. I think he was putting really well, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I jumped on him. That was it. Nice. Um, all right. You want to hear a quick one real quick before we break? Yes. So uh, this this early this morning, I have like a, a very small window, right, where my wife can you know sleep with the baby and i'm up anyway right so, so they're asleep it's just so happens that it's like the earliest of tea times that's available at my club right so we have this big 
18 and then we have this other nine which right. i can walk you can't walk the main ones in the morning you have to take a car or a caddy and i'm not good at whatever so right. i take I, I walk and i need to walk anyway I, I need to lose weight so i'm walking and it's again i have like this hour and a half time frame where i can get out there and walk so i i was struggling mightily as i told harry today with my mid irons I, I was doing bad stuff with them and taking up way too much earth with right. the ball the only other person on the course at the time in which I'm walking happens to be the heads head greenskeeper, who's an amazing individual as you've played there. Does yeah. a fantastic, fantastic job. job. Yeah. So, and I'm sure he loves seeing you take up these big divots. Well, he didn't see me, right? I didn't until, see it. We had this 10 minute conversation. He's telling me how everything is going and I'm just pouring on how beautiful the place is. Thank right. you. Thank you. Thank you. He's like, I right, go back to your ball, go back to your ball. He drives away in his tractor and I hear him stop and look back. And he sees me with this five iron, take a chunk out that's the size of my kid's head. Like an excavator. Oh, my God. And then I, oh, and then I look back, and he just turns around and drives away. Oh, he hates you. Yeah. And he I, absolutely hates you. Well, do you, since you're walking, I guarantee you don't carry, you can't carry any divot mix with you. Like the stuff no. in the, that's in the, you know, in the tubes in the cart. So No, I don't carry that. Did, did you replace the yes. divot? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, look, uh, because I've been victim of that on the other end. And look, I mean, it's it's part of a, the whole thing, right? You give in what you get back. So, yes, I replace all divots. Okay. Yes, I replace all divots. But, man, I, it was like the there were only three clubs that I just could not hit today. And it happened to be that well, I should have just hit a seven, even though it was like 240 out, just to avoid that embarrassment. Because that guy probably went right back to the headmaster caddy. Uh -huh. And was like, we got a problem. We got an issue. Yes. All right, we're live here. We're not going anywhere on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Back in three. Oh, look who pops in. Look at this. There oh, I am. Hold yeah. on one sec. We're up against the break, Barrett. I know. No, you don't. Come on. It's that time. Well, it's, you're supposed to go on the break at 24. Oh. We were a little late. We went at 20. Yeah. That was the difference. Twenty-five. Where are you right now? I'm at camp. Yes, I, we yeah. understand that. Where? I'm on the field. Look, oh. Now, where are you going to be at twelve twenty-five today? Well, I'm gonna run back to the uh, studio just so I can be on with you. You know what I'm saying? Aton, oh, I know wow. you. I know. I know you got to get out of here. So I'm gonna make sure I get back to the uh, to the studio so what I can um, do the show. Yeah. How far is that? That's a lot. Far. Twenty minutes. Bro. No, twenty minutes. That's it. Yeah. Twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh man, that's commitment right there. You didn't. Have well, come on, man. You didn't. You have my God, man. Harry, no, we, we got for Harry. We got to get. Uh, we got to get the latest on this Jalen Rager situation. What? 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 I'm here, and I don't. I didn't hear about a Jalen Rager situation. What happened? He failed a conditioning test. Wow. Who'd you hear that from? It's all over the place. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's the end of the world, but it's definitely the only thing that popped yesterday, and that's unfortunate because there was no other news from that team. Well, that happens sometimes. That happens sometimes, man. I've I've, I've flunked a, a conditioning test or two. How's it going, guys? We don't need you to run more than a yard and a half at a time. Good, good. Well, you know, at least I was, I was the fastest, probably one of the fastest people in the world. In ten yards, you know what I'm saying? Ten yards, I can pick them up, and put them down. That's now you get you ten and yeah, ten and a half. You're pushing it. Ten and three quarter. I, I'm falling down. Right. It's, it's over. Yeah, unbelievable. So you too now. Thank you. Okay. I'm doing well. 
Yeah, so man. Now, so how uh, how bad is uh, Brandon Brooks? Is he day to day? Is that what they're saying? Just day to day. And then when he looked today, it. Well, let me start. Let me start by saying this. Today was a vet uh, maintenance day. What's up, boss? Today was a vet maintenance day. Okay. So. If you had 10 years or more, you didn't have to practice. The second day of practice, and they already have a maintenance day? Well, well third day. Third day. Is that built into the CBA, or is that a Sirianni thing? Sirianni thing. All right, no, Sirianni look, thing. Here's the thing, though, right? Like, I don't hate it. I understand where Barrett or where Harry's coming from, which is like, are you freaking kidding me? Second, third day, now you're taking off. What is I this, the NBA? Well, here's why I don't hate it, though, because – you, you still need – we talked about all this hype and attack the film and all this crap for the young guys. Yeah. You still need those old guys on your side, man. Right, 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 right. Those 10 plus, how many 10-plus vets are there on this team? Whoever there are, you need on their side, man. Well, you know what? It's a young team, so there's not a lot. What's up, Bob? How's it going? It's a young team, so there's not a lot of veteran players. But you need those veteran guys to keep – Keep the jail going, you know. They're, they're the jail that is that you mix up behind you practicing something. No, that was a that's you know, you know, they have the um, the, you know, the speakers as you walk down the, the, the way. The, look, yeah. yeah, look, look, it does, bro. And it completes it. So I'm walking down the gauntlet, yeah, looking, looking, looking. He fires. <laughs> So at this point, man, like I said, any guy, anybody with 10 years or more didn't have to practice. Mm-hmm. It's a um, vet day. You need that. Veteran players need that. Um, they know what to do as far as getting themselves ready to play for the season. Right. But younger guys, they need the work. And, you know, from what I saw today, they're doing a great job of, of, of explaining stuff to these kids. I mean, they're, they're a lot more assignment correct, mm-hmm. and also they're a lot more um, technique conscious on how they're approaching things, especially the cornerback position. So, like, when a guy, you know, runs a play and doesn't do it the right way, they're immediately out there, like, correcting them and showing them the right technique. It's not like, we'll correct this inside. Like, there were, I think Chip Kelly used to do that, right? You too, you. You're right. I mean, that's what it is. There's no, there's no waiting. They're on the field telling them right there in their face hey, hey you got to make sure you ride them a little longer before you step off and catch this route going across i mean they're just so technique conscious and assignment conscious that they get them right then and there and right then and there detail oriented it sounds like gannon was right there i like that in all of these faces gannon was right there you love it you know nick was right there also you know he's coaching guy coaching running backs up he's making sure that these guys are going to the game knowing what they're supposed to know and knowing it's half the battle. You know what I mean? Right. Who's, uh, who's the member of the media, either former player, writer, or somebody we've had on the show, that is always talking to other people and never actually watching what's happening down Like, distracting Like, I remember the other day about taking Xander Shaw playing 20. What the hell is he thinking? Of course, you know, D-Gun was down there today. <laughs> He was all in my ear. I'm trying to break down stuff. He's all in my ear. Right. Uh, Paul, Paul, you know Jolly. Sure. Oh, man. He's Right, right, right. How did Andre so Dill- Dillard look today? 
I try not to look at them. <laughs> Don't you have to? Yeah. Um, of all positions. He, he, I'm telling you, um, at this point, my lot is just playing a lot better than he is right now. Mm. He's getting a nod, but he almost shouldn't. Mm. So I like it, man. I, I like what Jordan is doing. I like the physicalness he's using. So what about it, Zach, it is, it is, Zach McPherson, the young uh, cornerback? You see any of him? Looking, looking pretty good also. He's running with the twos. He's running with the twos. Okay. So, you know, he's looking good. Kayvon Wallace yeah. is looking very good. Safety, right? I mean, you know who I was interested in that, that I saw is running with the ones now. And, again, the ones aren't even ones for this position. It's like the one. But Davion Taylor, right? Oh, yeah, the linebacker from Colorado. Yes, he's, he's doing – he's playing so fast. In fact, their defense looks so fast, man. You know what I mean? They're so small and they're so fast. I was surprised how fast they were and explosive. So you know that's 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 going in, in the right direction. You think they're smaller? We'll just say it again. Like you think that he's gonna get a he disappeared. Right? I don't even think we saw him. You think he's gonna well, get he's, time or is he just running early with the one? He's he's running early just because he's they're expecting a lot from him. A lot from him. So um with that expectation. He's got to go out there and ball. He's got to go out there and ball. Is there any? But hey, guys, guys, let me let me jump across so I can get back so I can get in the studio. All right. All right, buddy. We'll see. All you right, guys. I'll see you a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Barrett Brooks checking in from the Novacare Complex. It's and a very noisy parking home. lot. Yeah, I was trying to figure out who that was in the background. <laughs> I get him on the show. Start barking at him. No, that it's look. I, there's nothing. There was nothing but the excitement of that Barrett got to see football today. Mm -hmm. Like there was nothing to take away, right? Andre Dillard. I don't even know what to make of Andre Dillard if he's not looking crisp in practice. That's like the baseline, right? Mm -hmm. That's the floor of Andre Dillard expectations. If he can't even meet that, then what the hell are we even talking about? Like, how is he still on this team? Let's be honest. He's a first round pick. That's yeah, but why. you could move him right now at this point and. Maybe that boosts Zach Ertz's value. Maybe that mitigates the damage of what you get back. I, I don't know. You know uh, you're not going to run with him. You can't count on him either. Maybe he'll be in a package for uh, Deshaun Watson. Who knows? Oh, maybe. Who maybe. knows? You think Houston's that dumb? <laughs> I'm just amazed that the veterans get a day off on day three of practice. Well, how many guys do they have or 10-plus year <laughs> veterans? I, th I thought they got rid of all those guys. Well, they typically do. Yeah, you know? you're right. And They're not, great at doing not a lot of guys. Staying young, staying healthy. I mean, my goodness. That's pretty much what we see all the time, except staying healthy is never really met. But that's I mean, I'm looking here. Ryan Kerrigan, Jason Kelsey are two guys. Okay. Well, um, hasn't even been here. This is his first year. Oh, I know. So maybe that's sucking up to Kerrigan. Uh, Brandon Graham, of course, been here 12 years. That's amazing that he's been Isn't it? this long. Joe Flacco, 14 years in the league. Um, That's a joke, Flacco getting the day off. Fletcher Cox, 10. He just hit the number 10, so he got, go. he got today off. Look, Brandon Brooks. They okay, I mean, these are some big names, so it makes sense that he would want to hook these guys up early on, right? Just reminder that he's, he's got your back. Mm -hmm. You're a veteran. 
This is not about the youth movement, all about the youth movement. We, we recognize you guys. You know, it's a badge of honor that you've been here a decade. You deserve this day off. Yeah, maybe that goes a long way. Look, that's much different than, man, we're going to come out here and attack the film. I know. Right? That's that's a lot. So maybe he is just trying to talk to people in different ways, and this is a really good language to speak with. Very, You know this, Harry. Nobody yeah. that's in the league five years, let alone ten, yeah. wants to practice, wants to be in the preseason, wants to be out there. So, Yeah, those were all the guys that have at least ten years. That's okay. it. Okay. Went through the whole roster. I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I know but what I, you're saying. I like what they're doing. You know, when he's saying they're, they they see a mistake, they immediately go coach it up. Yep. You know, because like Chip Kelly, I think his staff, what they would do is they'd let it go and then they'd correct it in film study, like after practice or the next day or whatever. I kind of like this way. Yeah. I don't think anybody came out and even if they were trying to sugarcoat it, I don't remember any player saying like, this is innovative. I love this. Mm -hmm. We just keep going. We keep going. And I never know what I did wrong until two days later. I mean, can you imagine that yeah. program director sitting yeah. you down or, or somebody in charge of, because everything with him was about speed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Let's just keep, keep moving, keep later. moving, keep moving. Right. <laughs> which is, which again is like the accuracy of a, a fully automatic, you know, like an Uzi mm -hmm. right? where you scatter shot. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no, and you just hope that one hits at that point. Oh, yeah, we'll go back. Don't worry about it. We'll, kind of we'll like some people off the tee. Yeah. You know? I've been there. <laughs> Trust me. I've been there, man. I got to show you this video, too. I out. wish I had video of that greenskeeper, though, on the tractor driving away from you and just looking back in disgust. I'm telling you, it, it was <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. The, the chunk size, too. Because I was later in the round where I, I thought, foolishly of course i was later in the round where i i thought to myself all right i i fixed it right i fixed mm -hmm. the problem because right. you yourself oh there's got to be 10 different things this is even before i texted you so i thought oh no no don't worry i fixed the problem i fixed the problem take that five iron out like i'm gonna hit this shot sitting about 210 out i just need to get a little low have it run and there is a massive crater that comes out <laughs> Crate and and it's and it flew too. Like I thought the ball was flying because the crater flew. Ball moved like thirty yards, if that. And he's just—he didn't even shake his head or anything like that. He just turned around and went. How did that guy get in here? Yeah, can exactly. You, can, can somebody refresh my memory? Well, he asked me. He he did ask me who I was again, and I oh, he did him. Yes, my yeah. name, and then of course the last name of my wife and her family. So I don't know, maybe. Maybe she's going to get a letter. Maybe she's going to get a letter. Somebody, yeah. <laughs> Look, he, they, they can't blame me for not replacing the divot. No, I no. Right up, I dropped the club. I went right, right. up. I, I was having an up and down day at that point, so I wasn't upset. There was no throwing anything, no tantrums, anything like that. You know, it was, <laughs> it was just the moment and, and how close to the proximity it was of him having this conversation and me just praising the amazing job that he's done on these beautiful fairways. And I go immediately. And destroy it. Absolutely destroy it. I can't be the um, only one across. As the long as you're fixing the ball marks on the greens, though, that, that's probably what he worries more about. You're right. You're you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do that, too. All right? Good. I've been taught well by people who care good. about the game. So. You rake the bunkers, the whole, the whole nine? Yeah, you got yeah, I mean, yeah, it. We got a lot of people in my place that don't rake bunkers. That How drives me insane. Why don't you just say something? Well, who am I going to say? I don't know who's doing it. Explain it. 
I don't know who's doing it. Oh, it's a it's a. You'd map. have to have the drone. Like our our uh, superintendent has a drone. Yeah. And he, he would have to dr- have that thing sort of flying all over the course to, while people are out there playing to catch them. I tell you, that's I've not suggested a bad thing that. to invest in right there. I know, I know. Oh, I, I think it's an amazing. Like we all hate losing our own privacy and and everything along those lines, but think about how fast traffic would move mm-hmm. if you had cameras up every quarter of a mile and you got in trouble if you were in that left lane and you had more than three cars behind you that you were backed up right you're driving uh, yeah. slow in the fast Absolutely. lane yeah. now again you're, you're sacrificing so many personal liberties and, and privacy on there and i would do the same with the golf course what the hell am i gonna hide on the golf course i'm not doing it i'm not huffing nitrous <laughs> in between holes what the hell that's all but i love the idea of it now as we break here Something to think about when it comes to this Ben Simmons thing, mm-hmm. because I think people are thinking this is going to happen right away. It's it's not. And we also have from yesterday, there was something else big from yesterday that you didn't touch on. Not the tornado that touched down about uh, 1.5 miles from my house. No, that you had a tornado yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Did you see this? The tornado damage that was done. Ben Salem up that area. No, I did not. It rolled through Warminster, Abington, you know, that area as well. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this was rough. Were you talking about some of the other baseball trades? Cause the Yankees made a bunch of moves yesterday. Yeah. Yankees make a big move there. Red Sox. Right. And the nationals were in a, fu- in a fire sale mode. And the Phillies still split. Phillies did nothing. Couldn't you couldn't. I'm, I'm okay with them. Not buying. I'd rather mm-hmm. them sell. Yeah, me too. All right, we'll take a quick one here. We're back on everything across the board. It's the middle, live on the Jacob Media YouTube page from the Fritz and Bean Cooley Law Studios. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly. The middle is sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Go to steersnacks.com. We're back in three on Sports Map Radio. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. 
IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. So Barrett should be back by at least the time I leave, if not before that, right? Oh, yeah, I think it's easy. That's an easy shot over the bridge to his place. Nothing's happening here traffic-wise or anything? No, no. Okay. Should be good. Should be good to go. Yeah. I think. Not bad. Now, has the Westbrook trade to the Lakers changed any um, odds that you know of yet? Or do you think it's a little too early? No, I don't think it's too early at all. I think that's something that combined with the draft, not that the draft always moves, but it it moves win totals. Mm -hmm. I think now is a good time to look at any futures we have here. Now, NBA Finals 2022. Lakers are at plus 400. Here's the thing. I think, and you could speak to this as always better than me here, but just because there's value doesn't mean that you bet it or you have to, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you don't like the Lakers to win the championship next year, then 400 isn't anything to you. No, not value. It's not, I mean, and I don't like them to win the championship. I don't either. Boy, Brooklyn's at plus 230. Just think about this here. What do you think the circumstance would have to be in order for Brooklyn to be like plus 500 at the all-star break? And we look back and say, man, we should have waited until the all-star. Like they'd have to be the third or fourth seed. Right. And I, I would in think. The East, yeah. 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 Or have an injury, you know, to one of the big three that is still, you know, maybe lingering out there where it gives you pause to think, what's he going to give you in the playoffs? Correct. You know. That would be the big thing here. I I don't know, man. I don't know if where else would you look at it? Bucks plus eight hundred. Golden State is a thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know about Phoenix or Utah. To be honest with you, well, Golden State gets uh, Thompson back. Yep, this time, right? Look, I mean, honestly, if you wanted to look at a team 
that has a lot of value that you know is going to be in the playoffs with a shot at least. I would go Golden State we're at a thousand, the Clippers at plus sixteen, and mm-hmm. what Dallas or pardon me, Denver at plus two. Yeah, Denver getting Jamal Murray back. And the kid they got in the draft. You see that? No, what did they do? What did they do? So Denver got, hold on, let me pull him up real quick as we have like 40 seconds anyway. So it's not going to be the end of the world if I don't. But Denver got this kid. Oh, Bones. They got Bones. Oh, yeah, from VCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew there was. Bones Highland. Yeah, Bones Highland comes in. I mean, look, Bones would have stepped in and helped this team this year without Jamal Murray. Right, right. Yeah, he can score. I like it. I like that pick a lot. I saw pick too. I saw a CBS Sports somebody and analyzed the draft and gave like the first twenty picks all like A's and A pluses. Oh, it's amazing! (laughs) It's like Hubie Brown after every pick. Oh, it's a great pick. Yep, unbelievable. <laughs> Back in three. Actually, we're not. We're off sports map now. We're off. We're out. No more sports map. Really? Well, yeah, right. I thought I thought it's going till twelve twenty-five. That's what that that's what that text said. Hey, Sean. Because there's what's up. Hey, buddy. Uh, are we still doing this first half hour and then breaking? Be mentored by radio pros into a crazy amount of debt with school tuition either radio connection keeps their tuition uh let me see if i i'm le- i'm reading craig's text okay no if craig said that then that's like what we're I'm doing i'm re-airing three four and five okay so we're good yeah, for, and, and so segment one is the short open ben segment Simmons two is the long one and, right and, uh on this segment two can you go to 26 just to make it easier for the yes. timing of yes the re-air of three and four yep. yeah yeah all right perfect thanks guys yep What trade did the Knicks make last night? Draft pick, right? Is that what it was? And one for a player? No, wait a second. They did. I'm sorry. I just tagged you in this tweet here. Da. Second hole on the C9. Right? Let me see. No, I'm saying the the draft pick. Oh. Well, yeah, you find the draft pick. I'll find the tweet. How about that? Is that better? Yeah. Let's see. Knicks. I think the Knicks got better, to be honest with you, overall. Uh, I think they traded out, which was They traded out of the first round, right? Right. But I I don't think that there were guys that they they took the kid from Houston, Grimes, in the second round. Or no, there's actually in the first round, 25th. Oh, that's right. They did trade back in, didn't they? I thought they traded out and then they traded back in because didn't they have a second pick that they traded out and then they traded back in the first round? Yeah, I thought they were picking at 19th and then they traded out of that, I thought. Me too. Yeah, but they got Grimes from Houston. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. After trading both their first-round picks, number 19 and 21, they moved back to 25 and took Grimes. 
And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you see the the tweet that I tagged you on? Because I can't find it on my own account. Isn't that amazing here? Why is that? Maybe the video wasn't uploaded. I'm on Wi-Fi when I uploaded it on my phone. I don't. I don't, I don't see anything either. It was a golf tweet. Yeah, it's no. Tag- I got nothing. It, it tags you, dude. No, I got. Uh... Oh, okay. It hasn't it hasn't loaded yet? It hasn't. Uh, it's all loading. It's all loading. We all see it. That's why. Yeah, well, I'm anxious to see this. Is this this is you live? Oh, here it is. Haters oh, will say it's edited. I'll put it up there for the people. Yeah, you should. All right. This is the uh, hole two. Okay. On the C9 mm-hmm. at Huntington Valley, which is a par three. And okay. I don't know what it is, man. Par threes the last couple of days have been very good to me. This was a soft nine mm. from uh, 140 out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just walking, wow. I'm walking up to the ball. So people about don't three know. feet. Uh, yeah, Four about, feet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yes, the, the answer to your question is yes. Hold on. Hold on. I'll bring it up here for everybody to see. But before you even ask Harry, the answer, Uh-oh, you made question, the putt. No, I thought you said, did, I thought you were going to ask, did I miss it? No, you missed uh, it. I had to settle for a par. Ah, geez. Yeah. But you know, those are victories for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here we go. They'll say it's edited, Harry. Haters yep. will say it's edited. <laughs> uh, place is looking sweet. Not bad, right? Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, how long is the hole? 140 something? Uh, from the tee box, yes. 142 from the tee. Nice. So there's a slope, a hard slope left to right. So you have mm-hmm. to hit it really like 10 yards left of the tee. Mm-hmm. And then it roll. It just comes down and rolls. Ten yards, ten yards left at a pin. Pin, part of yeah, yeah, yeah. Pin, yeah. nice. All right, there you go. That's all nice. You that's all you need. Just uh, you know, I didn't show you the hacks. No, that's all right. That's like posting the winning bet of the like winning bets, yes, parlay, yes. And you don't see that my uh, <laughs> I'm down fifty units. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. The uh, trading deadline in baseballs today, right? Four o'clock. Yes. Well, that's the non-waiver, right? I don't know that they do that anymore. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think they stopped. I think they got rid of that. Schwarber goes to the Red Sox. I'm still in amazement that the Dodgers ended up with Scherzer. Everybody was saying it was the Padres. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge... That's a major coup because the Padres all of a sudden in that tight division with Scherzer, Musgrove, mm-hmm. like they, you, right? Like they become. Yeah, they got Darvish and they got yeah. uh, Snell Musgrove. and then they got Paddock. So they would have added Scherzer to that. Isn't, is, am I thinking of a wrong guy here? Who? No, Musgrove, Joe Musgrove. You're out on him? He's fine. Yeah, all right. He won me some money last night, DFS. The uh, I mean, the Dodgers were obviously Kershaw, Scherzer, and then uh, on the Sports Map Radio Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage. Who's the oh, other Rocket. guy? Your Walker Bueller. 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 Yeah. The O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Sean Mapes with the assist. Barrett Brooks. Bueller. 
Well, you think Ron Culver would be able to come in like that on no. that fast of a dime? I mean, Sean Mapes, man. Unbelievable job here. No, Ron wouldn't come in there because Ron wouldn't have been listening to the show. Fair enough. I, I heard you struggling, Harry. And yes. Give you a little, little I appreciate the assist. I I was struggling uh, remembering Walker Bueller as yeah, the look, other starter for the Dodgers. That's not a two-handed pass from uh, Legs McCurley back in 1950, right? Like that that was a behind Uzi. the right? No, it was like a two-handed bounce pass from right. Bob Pusey. No, no, no. That that's not what you just got. You talk about an assist. That's a through the legs Jay Williams white chocolate level yeah. assist that Mapes just hit you with, man. I've often been compared to Jason Williams. I, I'm yeah. sure. You are I've heard you referred to as white chocolate on air here before on Sports Map. So. Right, right. Maybe that's what's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. That's it, right? <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Tell I tell you. you, if you ever want to just kill 10 or 15 minutes, just go down one of these rabbit holes. I'm sure you can find it of Jason Williams back with all these crazy passes. And and look, he was a flash in the pan. He, yeah. he was better than I think made out to be, but nowhere near all-star level by any means. But some of the stuff he was able to do as far as just passing the basketball was pretty fun, pretty entertaining. Mm -hmm. And that's really what you take it as, right? You take it as entertaining and that's it. It's not and like, yeah, you don't need, you know, Chris Russo, Brian. Ah, nobody, where are the fundamentals? <laughs> you know, yelling and screaming about fundamentals. <laughs> oh, my God. Before we, uh, let's blow through this real quick, all right? What's the plan here for the weekend? I've been watching two straight days of Olympic golf, and I have zero regrets. So I imagine that I'll continue to watch the Olympics as far as golf. Well, yeah, the Olympics. I'll just say golf is concerned. Today they're going to have to play a lot of golf because they they got stopped by weather. So there's it's one and a half rounds basically today, right? Essentially, yeah. And it's good that there's only sixty guys, though. Well, easy Correct. to get it in. Now we'll have to figure out what the hell else because it's a Phillies less. Although they're in Pittsburgh, they're in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I we'll think that's a win tonight. Brad Miller. It or better be three on the network. I don't know. I think you can get ahead of it. Boy, I, I, I'm fading this guy, Rude. Not Paul Rudd, but his name is Rude. Casper Rude. R-U-U-D. Casper Rude. Yes, this is a match on clay in Australia oh God. against Arthur Rinderneck. <laughs> not not ring your neck, but it looks like Rinder. That's what your wife ought to do when exactly. she finds out you're betting on this stuff. Arthur Rinderkeck. 
He's what the it. hell are I'd you doing? Lo- I'd love to hear Russo oh, say yeah. that. Uh, Rinda, uh, reindeer, uh, reindeer keck. <laughs> but Sky uh, Rude has played a ridiculous. Now, I got the tip from Ben Rasa, who we're going to have on at some point here. He's he's like the PGF of the, the only other guy I found that, that knows and understands this stuff like this. Rude has played singles, competitive singles. For the past, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's played ten times in the last, I want to say, 13 days, maybe 14 days, if that's even humanly possible. This guy has to be gassed. Absolutely gassed. He's played in Sweden. He's played in Switzerland. And now he's played in Austria. And all that travel, too. Yes, exactly. God. So he played on the 22nd the 23rd, the 24th, the 25th. He traveled on the 26th from Switzerland to Austria, had an off day on the 27th, and has played the 28th and then the 29th, and now he's playing again. That does What's, that also, what's the number? Well, I got uh, Ring Your Neck in here at plus mm-hmm. 140. So, so, who, he, so the guy's favored? Yep, he's favored coming into this match. It, 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 and look, the guy that I got the tip from has has done me well when it comes to tennis and a lot of soccer, so he did, he did the research, not me. Wow! But can you like like this is the stuff where people just think, oh yeah, I'm gonna start betting. It's like you need time. That's really all you need, you know. Like my buddy Ben didn't have any access to some website, yeah. some paywall or anything. He just looked at, oh wow, this looks weird. This guy played a ton of tennis over the last two weeks, and he's favored. He you know who's good at tennis is that Gil Alexander. Like uh, at Vison, Parles used to work for him. Parles oh. used to be his producer. Okay, I thought you. Oh, Gil Alexander. I Gil Alexander. You, yeah, I thought you. He's meant, a host. Uh, okay, not Mike Gill. No, not Mike Gill. Nor uh, Gildress Alexander. All oh, right, the basketball player. Correct. Yeah. Okay, That's, Shea Gildress. Right, yeah. Gilgis technically. All right, so Gil Ale- He's a tennis honk. Yeah, he's a tennis, tennis honk. Sharp, I guess. Yeah, tennis sharp. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Mad Dog's a tennis honk. Yeah, he's Gil's a sharp. tennis sharp. Right. Yeah. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So, final big chunk for me here. And then you guys are going to take over with El Hombre in the house. El Hombre is going to join us. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, – I'll, I'll be listening on the car ride, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, maybe I'll pop in if, if you know, <laughs> service permits. That's all. <laughs> you know? The Phillies are uh, minus 135 tonight. Don't you kind of Pittsburgh. like Pittsburgh, though, right? I mean, you just – Vinny had... Velo on the mound. You cannot trust him. Mm-mm. All. There's no way I'm putting money on Vinny Velo. I'm not fading him either. I'm just staying away. Yeah, from I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. The only well, what about the first five here? I mean, the total is at nine. That's a big number. Mm-hmm. So I'm inclined to think that maybe you go under the first five, and the implosion for Velo happens somewhere around that fifth, sixth inning. Or maybe in the fifth inning, but if there's no run at all that's scored, right, up right. until that, or if it's one nothing, 
and then all of a sudden Velo blows up in the fifth, I can get four runs and still be okay in there. Let me see what I can get here first five. Do you have first five? It's uh, four and a half. I, look, okay, I imagine that's juice to the over, right? Uh, Come on. There's e no way. Yes, minus 130 at William Hill for four and a half. First five. Okay, Fox doesn't have it. How right? often does Vince Velasquez go beyond five innings? Yeah, but here's how I would look at it. You're right. I don't have that in front of me, but I'm guessing it's not as often as he gets yanked. But it's more a, it's more contrary to what the game flow is expected. So, oh, okay, here's what we do. Where's the over? Where's the total itself juiced towards? I have the total juiced towards the over, right? No, I have it at nine. So what do you have it at? You might have it at nine and a half and pretty much split. Well, it's... Uh... I have it at nine, and it's still on DraftKings. It's juice to the over. Fox bet it's juice to the over, and it's yeah. sitting at nine across. Minus one fifteen, minus one twenty. Yeah, and I have one eighteen at Fox. Yeah. So, the the books are telling you, even if it's by a small margin, that this is expected to be a higher scoring game, right? So people would be inclined to think, all right, well, they're they're telling you, yeah, it's going to be a high scoring game. Where I think you could squeeze in and play a little contrary into the field here would be the first five and going contrary, contrarian, if you will, going anti to where the juice is to the total. So that's something that I've been trying to do in baseball a little bit more, right, is find a total, look at where it's juiced to, and then play the opposite of the first five because I know that it's contrary to game flow and I'm going to get a good number back. Velasquez has gone six or more innings only four times in 20 starts thus far this year. Okay, but how many how many runs has he given up through five? That's the bigger number I think we need here. This is live in those in those four starts. No, 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 no. Oh. In the in the 24 or I guess it would be 20 starts total, right? Yeah, 20 starts. So I just need his assumed ERA one through five. Because if it's around okay. four, right? That's well, all I need. In his last uh, three starts, he gave up eight earned runs against Boston in two and a third's innings. He gave up. Where was that game, though? In Boston, six earned right? runs in two and a third's innings against Atlanta in his last start. Okay, the last start in Atlanta was home, right? That was against yes, and the and the other one was at Boston. Asked at Boston. All right. Well, yeah. look at Boston. You know that it's going to be and Boston's a good hitting team. As on top of that, right? Pittsburgh is not as good. Uh, let's see here. Hey, there was Run one other start where he gave up six earned runs in three innings pitched against the Reds on the road. About wow, the under five is actually juiced here on DK. That's interesting. Mm. It's under five runs. Okay, here are the two that I would be interested in playing tonight, Harry. Okay? The run line in the first five, Phillies laying a half run at plus 105. And the under five at minus 115, total first five innings. Uh, your thoughts? Now, say that again. The under five, what, what were the two plays? First, These are first five. Right, right. First fives. Phillies minus a half run at plus 105. Total first five innings under five, minus 150. In the Phillies game. Yes, Phillies Pirates. That keeps me watching for a little bit. You know, wow. I'm going to play these bets. Why not? 
What do you have against these plays here? Do I? Need I, I have nothing against them, you but I'm not watching it because of Vince Velasquez. Yes, it's yes. in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it is in Pittsburgh. All right, I'm in. I'll see you, man. I'm in. This is it. Oh my god! Well, I'm telling you, man. This baseball thing. I gotta. I gotta. Uh, you know, as far as where we are tonight, there really isn't much. The only other thing that I would get in. And this is back with Lofty. And I and remember, he told us about this. And I went through and I did it with France. And I know it was Slovenia and Iran, I think. Where oh, uh, basketball? Oh, Japan. It was Japan. Man, Japan was coming out, knocking down three after three after three. I was scouting for the Sixers watching that thing. But Olympic basketball. Now, I would not suggest you watch this, Harry. I'm not telling you to watch this. I, right. I was, maybe you watch the game cast, if that. But. If you can get, like, I can get France right now. I mean, come on. France right now is laying, what, 27 and a half? Against who? Iran? Iran, yes. So the first quarter money line is minus 1,100. Now, there's nothing really workable here. The only thing that's really workable here would be the first half laying 15 and a half against mm-hmm. Now, I mean, France is arguably the best team and the most put-together team in this entirety. They don't come out and lollygag like the Americans do. No. I'm going to lay the 15 and a half for France. Now you're going to watch the game, too. No, 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 no. I'm going to forget it, and then I'm going to go back into the book and hopefully see that I won. I am setting it, Harry, and And forgetting forgetting it. it. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Fournier's on that squad, isn't he? Yep. No, they have Evan Fournier, good. Rudy Gobert, Batum, right? Really good team. Really. And they're they've been playing together for a while. Neil Aquina. Man, I really wanted something else in the first. They're laying 27 overall. No, I just take the first half. Yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. If anything, they do the damage and then just to Yeah, and then they might any- let their foot off the gas in a little bit. How about over 20 and a half for Fournier? Lock. What about over 13 and a half for Hamed Haddadi? Does he play for Iran? I'm going to guess. I yeah. never heard of him. Mohammed Jamshidi, <laughs> over 12 and a half. That's like Jay Crowder numbers. I'm trying to see, like, who is their main guy? Who is the guy that's predicted to even score 15 points? I don't know, man. I couldn't name one player on their roster. No. And again, I'm actually surprised they have a team. Yeah, it is it is impressive that they put this thing together. Muhammad Jamshidi's total for assists is three and a half. That's juiced heavy to the over, Harry. <laughs> Samad Naka Barami is three and a half for rebounds. Man, this guy Hadidi, I think, is, is legit. Yeah. yeah, Hadidi, his player props are 13 and a half and eight and a half. Can you please go into a little Adam Shine and name some of those guys on that roster, please? Mohammed John Cheney. <laughs> 12 and a half. It's a robbery. It's a robbery. <laughs> that is perfect. Ahmed Hadidi. Best player internationally. 13 and a half, man. I don't know. Oh, man. All right, let's get out of this thing. Oh, God, what, please. I, you know, let's get back to football, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, we're waiting for Barrett here. Now he's uh, not. Yeah. When is Wentz expected back? Uh, that's a good question. I was l- just looking that up. 
because I was trying to find out. He's not practicing today, as we know, nope. with a foot injury. But Jacob Eason, by the way, has been taking first team rep in his place. Yes. Correct. T.Y. Hilton, Jack Doyle, rest days, plan rest days, it looks. Could we see some Sam Ellinger this year, you think? Huh. Eason, Ellinger, and Jalen Morton are your three quarterbacks outside of Wentz. Here's wow. the thing. I, and, and, you know, I bring this up, Harry, real quick because of this. It's a lock. If Carson Wentz misses five-plus games, they ain't making the playoffs. No. Jacob Eason or Sam Ellinger. Yeah, is forget not, about it. Forget it. Just no. It ain't happening. Not at all. No. No, he's got to play. He's got to play 15, 15 games at least. I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Look, For, the latest, sorry, Harry, the latest three minutes ago is Colts evaluating, quote, next move. Marcus Brady told reporters Wentz felt a, quote, twinge in his foot during a rollout in practice on Thursday. Oh, God. Colts practice again on Saturday. Brady doesn't know if Wentz will be taking part in the workout. Jim Aiello of the Indy Star said the team's medical staff evaluating, quote, what the next move is and how bad it is yeah. at the moment. Look, I'm not saying panic, but I'm saying if it was no problem, they would downplay it as such. If that was here, if he was still here and it happened, can you imagine? Well, he would have hand wringing, right? Yeah, they practice on Saturday, but then they have off on Sunday. So it says uh, the schedule might lead them to having Wentz take the whole weekend off. Man. I just, every single thing, every move he makes, mm -hmm. every breath he takes, it's going to be there. I'm almost more interested in, in following his season than I am Jalen Hurts. Yeah, because, I agree. Because to me, his well-being means more to me. Right. Right. And and here's the thing. You know for a fact that you're connected to Carson Wentz this year with the, dra with the draft. With the draft. And, yeah. and then moving forward with whatever happens over there. I don't think, nor do I hope this is the case, but Jalen Hurts, Harry, could be out of here not only next year. Jalen Hurts could be out of here in a trade with Watson or something yeah. like that. Could be, you know, the, this season. Who knows? But yeah, you're right. But after after this season, I'm 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 not concerned with Wentz. Like I'm not going to be one of these guys that's, you know, watching him from afar beyond this season. Only because of how it relates to the Eagles, do I care? It, who is who is the guy? Help me out here. Oh, they're saying on a stream that Barrett made a stop at White Castle on his way home. Says I don't Muhammad think there Malik. is one though. Is there? If if he did, he's not going to be on the show by twelve twenty-five because that's like fifty minutes away. I tell you, there there is there are very few things that are better than the fast food coma, right? <laughs> Where it's like whatever the, you may be hung over, you may be yeah. lit up, you may be whatever it is, or just you're a sober individual who happens to really enjoy fast food whatever the case may be but that like eat overeat and then can't move mm -hmm. feel horrible after you do but yeah. for that quick little moment of the fast food coma it's it's a beautiful thing Barrett should invest in a franchise i'm telling you and put it in south jersey there needs to be a white castle in south jersey there has to be a reason why some other fast food places probably you put think up they're blocking them yes i would think so all right before we break here there was one other thing uh, I needed. From, oh, based on what you said, who is the one guy that, that comes to mind that you followed 
because you were such a fan of, not because they were still connected to your team. Like Jimmy Butler for me, I couldn't yeah. get enough of him in Miami. That's an easy one. That's yeah, that's an easy, easy. one. Boy, but is that's there, a good question. Bring that up with El Ombre. I wonder what, what you know, a spiteful individual like he mm. is. I wonder if there was anybody that comes to mind. Cole Hamels kind of with me. Great one. I liked that's Cole great. Hamels a lot. And I think you were not alone by any means. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going to step aside here. Where's Bradley? I don't know. He's coming in at 1230. Well, all right. Well, I, I got to step aside. So you're going to be back at 29. Let's hope. Well, you got to take it to 26 now. It's 26 on the dot. It is? Yeah. All right. All right. We'll see you. Sean Mapes, have a great weekend out there on Sports Map. Thank you, show. Sean. Don't go anywhere on the stream. And if you right. haven't left us a like or subscribe, then shame on you. You need to do both. Harry, Barrett, El Hombre, still here, back in three. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. 
We are back on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Harry Mays joined by El Ombre, voted the favorite guest of our stream audience. They are always asking for you, more appearances out of you. And I figured since Aton was leaving today early on the show, and I didn't even realize that we're not going to have Barrett. We never even know where, where Barrett is, uh, Michael. My, the great Michael man. Bradley. He's and a he, man. he is a beautiful man, as he indicated to me on his text message today. Well, that's because of your, that was because of your, your uh, uh, punctuation error. You oh. asked me if I could come on, and you said beautiful man, and there should have been a comma after beautiful. So right. I was saying, yes, I am a beautiful man. Yes, I said beautiful man. I didn't say beautiful man. man. So you got to be precise, Harry. You got to be precise. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because mm -hmm. I, knowing you and how grammatically perfect you typically are, when I texted you today, I said, uh, wait, hold on, because I was thinking about grammar. I Everybody go, does uh, for some reason when they text me. Isn't it unbelievable? This is what I, you sent. Uh, yeah, I said, any, any chance, chance you can Barrett join Barrett. And I put, and I, and I go, no, that's incorrect. And I went backwards and changed it to me See? because I was sending it to you. Perfect. And that was good for you. And, and, and it was, I'm glad to hear that you that you're you're trying to be better. Right. And I wouldn't have said anything. Wouldn't have said anything. But I would have thought less of you. You make me a better man. <laughs> Isn't that Jack Nicholson's line in one of his movies? I don't you know. Yeah, yeah, you made me a better man. man. Yeah. It's, uh, I think that's in uh, not something's got to give. It's the other one. As good as it gets. Well, I forget yep. which one. I get them confused. <laughs> So, so the king, the king and I is is, is not what it's supposed it's supposed where it's supposed to be. It's not the king and me. No, 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 no. The, no. the movie is the king and I. You're talking. Yes. Yeah, so that's wrong. That's theoretically it's wrong, right? Well, no. It depends how no. you're using it. If you're depends. saying you're giving it to the king and I, that's wrong because you're giving it to the king and me. But if you're saying the king and I will be showing up today for lunch, that's correct. It's the reason I don't watch the TV show This Is Us because it's grammatically incorrect. It should be This Is Me. <laughs> See, you you are not getting this from any other guest. No, no, right? and, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm following down that wormhole too, man. <laughs> I got people so many questions off. now. People are clicking off one after another. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, just get it back to the Eagles. <laughs> no, but we got to ask you about about this crazy situation in college athletics. I mean, this has this has got to be, you know, driving you insane, Texas. And Oklahoma leaving for the SEC. The rest of the teams in the Big 12 now apparently, you know, ESPN is, is, has a cease and desist order. And tell us what your thoughts are on this. Well, first of all, I saw a great thing on Twitter today, and I can't I retweeted it, but I can't remember who did it. It said uh, here was Texas's request to the SEC, and it was a piece of paper. It said, "Do you like me?" Yes, we have a little box you can check. <laughs> no, we have a little box. Maybe you know, for, it's like, like you know, elementary school. school. Middle, yeah. right, exactly. Do you like me? Um, I was bummed because I always wanted Texas to join the Big Ten. Mm. I always thought that would be when the next round came about, that would be what would happen. But there's no there's no one should be surprised that Texas and Oklahoma are trying to leave the Big 12 for a number of reasons. A, the rest of that conference is comprised, and we're going to find this out, of schools that nobody else wants. Mm. All right. No offense, Barrett, but the Manhattan, Kansas ADI isn't exactly going to move the meter. Um, so, right, 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 right. You know, Ames, Iowa, Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas is known for one thing and one thing only, and that's dust storms. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're not going to say, welcome Texas Tech. Let's go get more money. So that's the first thing. 
Secondly, if you look at the rights, the, the media rights fees that Texas and Oklahoma get every year in the Big 12 and contrast them with what they're going to get in the SEC or what the Big Ten is going to get in its next contract, <clears throat> you're talking between 15 and 20 million a year that they're that they're not getting. So they want out of there. This, you know, they say you can't leave. You're going to have to pay 75 or 80 million dollars. The lawyers are going to sit down. They're going to come up with a settlement. They'll be gone probably by next fall, mm. probably by the fall of 2020 or you know whatever the league year ends. So July 1st, 2022, expect them to be in the SEC. Now the big question is: Does the SEC stop at 16, or does it go to 20? Mm. Does it say, "Hey, Florida State, hey Clemson"? Uh, who, who else can they get? Do you guys want to join us now? How about you know, Notre Dame? Well, Notre Dame, no, Notre Dame's not going to do it unless it finds out that its rights fees that it's getting from NBC don't compare with what it could get. They don't want to, and, and Notre Dame doesn't want to be in with the SEC anyway because it it fashions itself this academic bastion, yes, right? Yes. And you know what SEC stands for, right? Skip every class. So <laughs> there's no way they want to throw in with that. Poor Vanderbilt, right? Right. Vanderbilt's getting they're just there to bring up the grades. Yeah, Purdue, yeah, exactly, exactly. Purdue also. Yeah. What are exactly. these engineering schools doing in here? Yeah, right. So it's like, what what is the matter with you, Vanderbilt? What if Vanderbilt was smart, it would call Duke, Northwestern, Stanford. Uh, who else we got out there? That uh, uh, anyway, Temple. Ban, what's that? Temple. <laughs> Temple. Yeah, band them together in the academic bastion conference, ABC. Right. So that's that's the one thing. The question is now: Does this mean uh, SEC stops at sixteen? Big Ten tries to find two more to get to 16. Uh, I read in the on the athletic uh, in the athletic they said go to the Big 12 and just take them. Kansas. USC, UCLA, Cal, Stanford, Oregon, and one more, Washington, and then go 20 teams yourself. Hmm. I, I don't know. We're headed towards one big conference, which is going to be horrific for college sports if it's all across the board because the NCAA tournament will be ruined. Mm-hmm. Unless they say we'll let everybody else in, because say your two fifteen game is Duke against um, Iowa, and Iowa wins as the fifteen seed. Who cares? That's not a big upset. It's a big upset when Oral Roberts beats Ohio State, when Norfolk State beats somebody. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what we want to see. Right. So this this is going to UMBC. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. When UMBC beats Virginia, right? The, the whole country was going bananas. Right. So I, I'm hoping it doesn't get to that, but I just got to think the next five years is going to feature more and more consolidation. And, and the NCAA is done. The NCAA has no power, no None whatsoever. Yep. Nothing. Yeah, Which, I got screwed because I got screwed out of a lot of money because of them. You know what I mean? But at, at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I asked this question yesterday and I posed the same question to you. Where does basketball figure into any of this? You know, that's the question because football drives everything because football brings in the money. And that's that's what everybody needs to know. And the NCAA doesn't control football. It controls one double A or FCS, Division Two, II, Division Three. Sure, it does, but that doesn't matter. The money is in the big contracts and the big TV and ESPN. So basketball, I don't know if the if the schools are smart, they won't ruin the tournament because that brings a billion dollars in. Mm-hmm. That allows the NC2A to stage all of the other championships. That, so Division Three men's soccer championship, 
thank you NCAA basketball tournament. Right. If that goes away, then then there's a real problem. So basketball doesn't have any decisions to make. The, the decisions are going to be made by the ADs and the presidents of the football comp, football playing schools, the big ones. Well, what do you think of this whole thing with uh, the the American Conference taking, you know, the remainder of the Big Twelve? The, this whole thing that ESPN is apparently being accused of. Well, is that and, and a possibility? Way, I'm sure that ESPN is doing it. I'm mm-hmm. sure that the ESPN had reached out to the AAC and said, "Look, you fit with a lot of these big." these uh, big 12 schools, right? You've got a school in Tulsa. So Oklahoma state becomes a natural partner there. Right. You want SMU bring in TCU, bring in Baylor, bring in Texas tech. Right. It makes sense. Okay. The Kansas schools, look, Kansas football team is the biggest joke I've seen, but right. the basketball team has tremendous uh, appeal. And, and so you say, all right, let's go to 20 schools or what, however many schools it's going to take us. That makes the AAC stronger. It ups its rights, and it could well get it a, a, ta- a seat at the table when it comes to talk about the the, uh, the expanded uh, college football playoff. playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm, you know, West Virginia and and Cincinnati. That you know that would be a good Beautiful. situation there. Now West yeah. Virginia wants into the ACC. Oh, they do. So yeah, so they could go back to playing yeah. Pitt and Syracuse and right Boston yeah. College. Right. And, and by the way, that would be smart, I think, for the ACC to say to West Virginia, let's bring you in. And then maybe go to the AAC and say to Cincinnati, you join us too. Hmm. Because that, that makes sense. Now, Temple will be scrambling to try to make itself yeah. an Eastern attractive school. I don't know if it has enough because <clears throat> Cincinnati upgraded that dump of a stadium that it has, Nippert Stadium. Nippert. Yeah, they've got a good. They've got a, a very strong basketball profile right now. Even though they had to fi- follow uh, fire their coach Brandon for uh, browbeating players and paying guys off, they still have a better basketball profile right now. So that's that could happen. Hmm. Barrett, you, you and I might be just left here in the weeds. Temple and K State, man. And you know, and there, and there it is. You know, I mean, we're talking about a team that you know hasn't been relevant in the past five years, but you know. Before five years before that, you know, for like 10 years, they were a top 10 school. Hmm. And now, you know, it, it's, it's just hard to recruit anybody to go to Manhattan. <laughs> you know, they put a university in the middle of a cornfield. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I tell people all the time, man, it's so flat in Manhattan that your dog could run away 20 miles away and you still see it. You know what I mean? So that's how, you know, it's just nothing there. So it's hard to recruit places, you know, like you can recruit in Texas or you can recruit in Miami. You know, nobody, you know, everybody wants to go to those schools, but Kansas, that's why the JUCO thing is, is such a big thing with the University of Kansas State, man. Yeah. Kansas State University. Yeah, and you're you're right about that. That that's if you're the Kansas State football coach and you go down to Texas, and I remember talking to Turner Gill when he was coaching in Kansas, and he said, "Look, you can't Texas, Texas A and M can't take them all. All right, there may be eight or nine Division One schools in Texas, but you only get twenty five scholarships, and there's two or three hundred Division One players a year." So that's why Oklahoma's always coming, and LSU comes across. Ohio the State goes down there a yeah, lot and gets a player or two. And now, and, and that's what our and well, you got to give Ohio State credit for this. While Michigan was stupid enough to try to go into Georgia and Alabama and fight them for players, which will never work, Ohio State was saying Texas isn't very good right now, and Texas A and M is never going to be as good as it wants to be. Mm-hmm. Let's go down there and cherry pick right. one or two. UCLA, USC, they weren't very good. Let's go out to California, cherry pick one. Cherry pick two. Grab a Pennsylvania yeah. player. Reach down into Kentucky. That's how they build it. Jersey. Yeah. They were smart. Exactly. Michigan had Jersey for a while, but now Shiano's doing a better job. Mm-hmm. But 
Turner Gill said, I love Texas players, but you can't get the five stars, can't get the four stars, even to come up to Lawrence, which is somewhat more refined than Manhattan. Now we have the end- half an hour away from, from Kansas City. That's yeah. what it was. Oh, that's right. There's a, the mm-hmm. proximity's there. Now we had the NBA draft last night. Now I know you're not dialed heavily in on that, but your boy Robinson, <laughs> your boy Robinson Earl from Villanova ended up getting picked early in the second round. I think he's going to be a nice player at the, at the NBA level. I don't know about Oklahoma City, but that's what that's what Villanova players are. Mike Jensen in the Inquirer did a thing yesterday, you know, rating Villanova players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And you never go wrong getting one of those guys right. because what happens is they know how to play basketball and they understand the team concept. That's the one thing that Jay insists upon. Mm-hmm. This is not about we're going to run a bunch of ISOs for you so you can get your 20 points. You're going to fit into our concept. So Robinson's Earl Earl's problem is he's not a real quick guy. Mm-hmm. So what happens to him in pick and roll situations where he has to switch. Can he do that? And will he develop a good enough shot so that when he falls out of the pick and roll and he's got a guard on him, he can put one up from the outside, but talented as heck, good bloodlines with his father. And, and you just say he knows how to play basketball and he'll fit. You're right. He'll, he'll have a 10 year career. Mm Mm-hmm. Just well, like Josh Hart, just like Pascal, just like Michael Bridge, Michael right. Archie Diakonos like, still. Archie Diac- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like all those guys. Yeah. No question. You know, just fundamentally sound, know how to play the game. You know, and you need guys like that. But the Sixers don't necessarily need a guy like that. They need somebody that's a slasher, consistently come in and play, you know, uh, a shooting point. And what do we do? We go out and get Jaden Springer. Not not to say that he's not what, you know, we're looking, but I wanted somebody that's at least averaging 18, 19 points a game. Yeah, he was only he's 12 three, points. He's a three and D guy. Look, yeah. the Sixers need shooters. If if even if you're going to keep Ben Simmons for half the year, you have to have someone that he can pass the ball to mm-hmm. who can catch it and shoot it. They don't have enough of those guys. And the thing about Springer is, unlike Seth, Seth Curry, who can shoot, but it's like he could, I don't know if he could guard you, Harry. Mm-hmm. You got this guy who can come in and make some shots and play a little defense. Now he's young, he's really young, so it's going to take him a couple of years till he can really become a productive player. But the, the Sixers need to. The Sixers are not constructed right now in an intelligent way. Yeah. If you've got a point guard who can't shoot, you need a bunch of shooters. Well, you you think Ben Simmons is out of here, don't you? Yeah, it's just a matter of when. Yeah. It's just it's just a matter of when he's gone. I was hoping it was going to happen last night. We got it was a big disappointment. Russell Westbrook getting dealt. That was it. Right, man. I mean, come on, blockbuster. Yeah. I mean, I, I I I love LeBron as a GM. You know what I'm saying? I I want LeBron to be our GM. You know what I mean? <laughs> he make he gets what he wants. Typically. Right. Yeah. Right. I'll tell you what. I'm not if, if I'm a if I'm a Lakers fan. I'm not delighted by this. No, I'm not either. If Those I'm, three I'm guys need they need to have the ball. And they they don't play they don't space yeah. they they're going to be bump, bumping into each other and and now the rest of the team is like who yeah it's like the G League I mean you got rid of all of your reserves it's that bald Italian guy and those three and it's like okay <laughs> what are you going to do the bald Italian guy is that the guy from Texas A and M I don't know what it is. yeah name. I think he went to Texas I, I he wears a headband he's like yeah he wears a headband Flip yeah, yeah. Watts you know. <laughs> Yes. So it's basically three on three now, the NBA. You know, right. it's LeBron, AD, and Russell against KD, Harden, and Kawhi. Right. And then you got Giannis. Or not Kawhi, Middleton Kyrie. And, and Drew, Drew Holiday right. in there also. Yeah. 
And it's like, okay, there's the three-on-three tournament. And by the way, I don't know if you guys have been watching, but I love the Olympic three-on-three basketball. No, nothing can make me me watch that. I I never watched it. I can't see. So I can't make an accurate analysis of it. I I, I don't know, man. I got to check it out, though. It's great because, look, so I score a basket. Barrett takes a ball out of the hoop, throws it right out to a guy who's wide open, and he can shoot. It doesn't stop. What next? Make it, take it? It, I mean, it is a make it take it. It's not, you got to check it out. You got to, you got to return it. You got to throw yeah. it out. Maybe if it was shirts and skins, I might watch. Yeah, maybe. All right, well, we got to get to this because uh, Carson Wentz got hurt already. He's been at like two practices, and he's already hurt his foot, missing practice today, and he's going to miss maybe another practice over the weekend. Uh, are you concerned, Michael? I'm not a Colts fan, so I don't care. I mean, I'm no, but it affects the Eagles. Like, if he doesn't play a certain amount of snaps, he's not playing. He's not playing playing enough snaps for us to get it first. You don't think so? I'm just telling you right now. There's no way. There's no way. Here's what's going to happen. He's going to have the foot problem, so that's going to linger throughout the preseason. Uh Then he's going to be okay on the the first game. Play the first into the second game, he gets hurt. Misses a game and a half. Mm -hmm. Then he gets COVID. Then he's going to miss a week for that. So I'm just telling you, because he's not vaccinated. Because he's not vaccinated. So I'm just telling you. No way. He doesn't reach. <laughs> no way. Barrett, like, were they talking about this down at Eagles practice today? No. No. You know, they were just watching. Um, I mean, because it was legitimate, great work down at the Novacare Center. It was great work, man. No, no pads. No pads. I mean, you, everybody looks like they're they're all stars right now, man. You the know, veterans no pads. Had off today already, Michael. It's the third yeah, day of practice. Yeah. And he so, gave the veterans know, off. Oh, yes, please. You know, ten years or more. You know, ten years. There's like six players. You know, when I played when I played for Waldron Academy back in the in the early seventies, late sixties and early seventies, we didn't get days off. Okay, <laughs> we we played every day. All right, <laughs> two a days. Two <laughs> exactly. Eight miles. We ran eight miles. Ran eight miles. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh God! I mean, this is Dallas Goddard f- uh, failing the, uh, the the conditioning test because he turned the wrong way or, or something, and that hurt his time. And, and Rager was, did too, I think. Right? Well, Rager, I, I'll, Rager's got a little more going on. Okay, he's mm. he he wasn't able to do any work leading into it because a childhood friend got killed. So that's yeah. you know that that's going to mess you up. But Goddard was okay, but he just was in a, in one one drill, did the wrong technique, and didn't get the right time, and so he failed it. That's got to make you feel good. Well, you know, that's a problem because, you know, you got to come in and shave it. And now the coach is thinking, all oh, this guy's not ready. And, you know, you only get a first time to, you know, give a guy a first impression going right. into camp. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's neither here nor there because he looked, he looked damn good in practice today. You know, yeah. Goddard caught a touchdown today. Yeah. 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 So he looked good today, man. Looked like he's in shape. But, you know, uh, one thing in my evaluation and look at him, our defense is really, really small. Fast guys. This way, he definitely did that. You could definitely see that's a part of who he is as far as, you know, drafting guys on defense because everybody looks small. Everybody, mm. you know, and, you know, that's the way things are. You know, everybody's going to move 11 personnel, one running back, one tight end, the rest wide receivers. But when you do that, when you get these teams that are going to run the rock like the, like the, you know, the Ravens, you know, teams right. like that, Steelers, you know, or, yeah. the Cleveland, teams. you know, yeah, yeah. still. It's 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 gonna it's gonna wear on you because they're just gonna wear you out. They're gonna wear you out. But yeah. I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I, they look a lot more athletic than they've been. You know, they used to look like they were, you know, the clog um, Budweiser horses. Now they Clydesdale. legitimately look like Clydesdale. sprinter horses. Yeah. yeah, 
they look like legitimate, you know, sprinters now out there, you know, you know, quarter horses now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Speaking so of looking horses, pretty good. Have you been watching any dressage? No, you know what? It was on the other day. <laughs> and I walked into uh this restaurant and I saw it, and I'm like, that's that dressage stuff, right? And the guy goes, Yeah, yeah, it's like horse dancing or something. That's bizarre. <laughs> like they, I thought they only do that at the Devon horse show. That well, it's that's an event. I mean, it's part of you gotta be able to do all three. You gotta do the, the jumping, you gotta do the, the dressage. Springsteen's daughter's in this. Is that right? Hey, she <laughs> made the Olympic team. And why wow. doesn't he want a rest stop named after him, Michael? Oh, he doesn't want to. It was no. I looked at him the other day. He said, how does Bon Jovi get one in Springsteen? Does? Well, he turned it down, apparently. He had no, he has no interest. Well, wow. you know, he's he's one of those humble guys, man. You know. Oh, yeah. He's he real always... humble. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, that's the only way I can see it, you know. <laughs> I like it. I think they should have Philip Test as a rest stop down in Atlantic City. <laughs> Chicken Man rest stop or something like Chicken that. Who is part of the lyric they in the uh, Atlantic Man City. Last night, yeah, they blew That's up right. his house too. Yep. Now, do you like his version or do you like the band's version of that song? Uh, Bruce always first. Except for Because of the Night, I'll take Patti Smith's version. Patty, you Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Even yeah. with her hairy armpits. I, I don't look. I listen to it. I'm not looking at her. Oh, okay. That's the only thing I can think about when I think about her now, because you, Harry, you well, she just me. got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and I, right. I brought Barrett up to speed on who she was. <laughs> that I remember being in the le- the listening booth record store at the Berkshire Mall, you know, filtering through the albums, and one of her albums came up, and it was her on the cover with this big hairy pit, and I'm like, this is disgusting. I think it's Easter, is that? It I'm is. Sure. Yeah. See, I knew you would know that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, you have no idea what's floating around. Oh, there's so much nothing information in my head. Oh, nothing incredible. of any value. Punctuation and and nonsense. Now the the <laughs> album the album with because the night I think was horses, yes. wasn't it? Yes. Wow, this is great, Patty Smith breakdown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm you learning it all. Man, paying any attention to this after I leave, I'll be astounded. <laughs> yet people tell you they want me on. I don't. Yeah, care. they they always say when when's El Ombre coming up? He's the greatest guest you have. Here's a question for you from Joey B. He says, is El Ombre a fan of the top four college football? Uh, playoff or expanding it to eight? I want 12. I want to oh, you do? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. <clears throat> Give the four a bye. That first weekend, you got four games, Friday night, Saturday, 12, Saturday, four, Saturday, eight. Then the next week, you get the quarterfinals, same thing. Now, I want 12 teams. Wow. Okay. 12 teams. That makes a huge difference, man. It, it gives, gives other teams a shot. At this point, you're not going to get a shot if you don't play for Clemson, Alabama, Ohio uh, State. Ohio State. State. Oklahoma or, or, or Georgia or Oklahoma. Those are yeah. five schools. Yeah. So Barry, let me ask you the question. Cause this is what everybody says when they talk about the 12 team playoff. Cause let's assume that one of the teams that plays in the first weekend makes it to the final. They'll have played four playoff games on top of a fifth game, which is your conference tournament. We'll assume on top of a 12 game season, that's 17 games. That's a lot. Is that too many? For college kids, it's a lot. For for college kids, it might be a lot, but but, and and I think the college kids will like it better because when you look at it, you don't have a game after November, mm-hmm. and they get a whole month in which they're doing nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that month can have more games in it. 
they'll be able to. I can remember my rookie year. I'm going out and I'm, you know, I was used to playing 11 games, you know, because Kansas State, we weren't winning anything, you know, going anywhere. So I had 11 games. That's how many games I played. 11 games, 10. You playing a Copper Bowl or something? Or? Yeah, we're playing the Copper Bowl, Aloha Bowl. Yeah, we, we started off like that. But well, at least you got to Hawaii. Right, right. That was my last, that was my last uh, college game. Yeah. But you I mean all that time in between then? I mean, it's ridiculous, man. That's just too long to not have a game. Mm-hmm. Way too long. So, I mean, yeah, you could put some put more games in there, allow you know more people to get into this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it's, it's 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 definitely bad when you're you know just like because I was at Kansas State, um, yeah. Notre Dame played in the in the, in the in the Cotton Bowl simply because they were the bigger name. We won more games than they did. Yeah. They were bad at that time, but they're the bigger draw, so they got in. We didn't. And that's right. what happens. They travel that's people. That's the thing people don't realize about bowl games. Mm-hmm. Bowl games do not exist to put the best two teams together. They yep. exist to boost the tourism, restaurants, and hotels in a specific city. Exactly. So, and that's why BYU is not a good bowl team because even though the Latter-day Saint crowd will travel, they go and they don't stay spend money. Other, they stay with other Latter-day Saint fans. Yeah, they don't spend money. <laughs> they don't <laughs> drink. Yeah, they don't drink. They don't, they go to the restaurant. They they you know it's like okay, what do we get? Like a, a coke, right? And we'll have to, you know what a salad, right? And we're gonna take it home to Mo Mormon's house or whatever. And they're gonna say you know let's let's do that. So the other thing is about the 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 expanded playoff is it brings more interest to college football. Yeah. Now all of a sudden people were going to care about the AAC because the AAC champion likely will get into, into or the Mountain West will get into the, the, the tournament. Mm-hmm. If you lose a game or two in the regular season, you're not ex- excluded necessarily yes. from right. the playoff. You can get a 10th or 11th or 12th seed. So it's going to – late games – and because in November – Okay, let tune in for Iowa, Wisconsin, and nobody cares because neither of them can play in the league championship game. Well, now maybe one of them can sneak into the the twelfth spot in the tournament. Right. See, that it just makes it just gives you more variety of games. Number one, but you know, just that dead time during December, mm-hmm. you know, it gives you more to watch, man. You know, yep. you can have a game on. You have a game on Thursday, more Friday, or Saturday. Yep. More to- or to bet on. That's and, and by the way, coaches aren't going to like it because what do coaches like the most, Barrett? What's that? What a what a coach! What a college football coaches like more than anything else? Oh, they like the coach, man. They like the uh, practice. practice, practice. Yeah, yeah. Well, the practice all the time. Bowl that leading up to the bowl, they love it because that's well. That's that's practice. the reason they like getting in a bowl because they get fifteen days. more practices. Yeah, yeah. what they do in two days too. Yep, and because yeah. and you didn't have to go to school. Right, school mm-hmm. is out. There's nobody at the university. Right, well, so they can practice as long as they want. Auburn all the time, but I mean, so but you can't, you know, so. But um, that's in <laughs> September at Auburn. But now we had a guest on yesterday that thinks that uh, Kansas may end up in the Big Ten because they're part of this association, like of American universities. Yes, Big Ten only wants teams from that in. Nebraska was in it and they left because right. I think what happened was uh, the three of the four books in the library got stolen. Mm. So now they're no longer part of that. But Kansas is. Right. The problem is Kansas's football program is in such disarray. You, you bring in Les Miles and you think at least we can get some credibility. Then it turns out God knows what he was doing at LSU. He's out. Right. Mm-hmm. The athletic director's in trouble. So it's like you, you're going to – I mean, everybody would love Put them in my division. Put them in Michigan's right. division. Well, at least it's an easy win. win. Yeah. Right. But their basketball program is huge. So that's a possibility. Pitt 
is an AAU school. Now Penn State would lose its mind if Pitt came into the Big oh, Ten. But yeah. that means it would be another Big Ten school that could grab some of the Pennsylvania talent. So, but it was I forget who the Roy Kramer I think it was who was the first the most, one of the more recent commissioners of the SEC said after the meeting it's always a unanimous vote. So in the meeting, people may be yelling at each other. The vote may be 11 to 4 or whatever like that. But mm -hmm. when the release gets put out, by unanimous vote. And it's like you're going to shut your mouth if you weren't happy. <laughs> That's leadership. This is great That's stuff. leadership. All right, Michael. We appreciate you jumping on, man. It's always great always to talk pleasure, to you. Always my pleasure, man. Yeah. Appreciate you, Mike. And appreciate people the what they want. Are yeah, you still we watching the Phillies? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm addicted. I get tickets next Saturday, and I'm going to see him play the Dodgers. I'm, I'm I'm I went on Monday, Harry. I can't I can't stop. I'm telling you, I can't. You just, stop. You, just, you just like to just watch misery, right? Wow. My brother said to me yesterday he watched all four all all 15 innings of the doubleheader, and he said it was the perfect microcosm of the Phillies season. Right? Uh -huh. Bad pitching, bad fielding, mm -hmm. comebacks, some excitement, dumb plays. And they went one and one, so they finished five hundred for the day. That's, that was the season <laughs> one afternoon. Yeah. Well, they were fifty and fifty after a hundred games. They'll be eighty-one and eighty-one by the end exactly. of this thing. It's, the, tell you, it's it's the dumbest team I've ever seen play baseball. They yeah. and if you want fun, listen to Mike Schmidt on Sunday home games when some guy with two strikes swings at a pitch at his feet, and he's like, "You got to have a good approach on two with two strikes." The good thing he does is he makes Cruck and Tom McCarthy act like grownups rather than cartoon characters, which they normally <laughs> do when they're together. Right, right, right. They have to talk baseball or else Schmidt will hit them or something. <laughs> I loved it. I, I heard somebody played a clip for me of Cruck the other night saying, you know, I'm not a people person. <laughs> I, I thought that, that was great. Wow, that oh, was yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. He is absolutely not a people person. <laughs> no. Oh, man. All right, Michael. Great stuff. Thank Enjoy you, the rest of your weekend. Week. You playing any golf this weekend? I played uh, Wednesday, and I was so bad, I'm making myself go to the range three days in a row because I, I need the work. Okay. Very good. Don't <laughs> hit off the mats, though. No, I don't. I, yeah. I, I hate to. I mean, I, I only sometimes I have to, but I try yeah. to hit off the grass. Yeah. All right, man. We appreciate right. it. Enjoy. Take it easy, bro. All right. All right. There he is. The great El Ombre. You got to follow him on Twitter, too. Oh, he's man, uh, he's a great, great follow. Now, Barrett, we're going to take a short time out and then we're going to come back to overtime and spend some uh, seven, eight, nine minutes on the Eagles because you were down there today. You've been there twice this week. Actually, you've been at practice more than I think the veterans right. of 10 years or more than the for the Eagles. So we'll take a short time out and be right back with that right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. 
Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. And we're back. Mays and Brooks here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel, The Middle, and I'm reading an Adam Schefter tweet here before we get to your Eagles thoughts. Colts QB Carson Wentz is out indefinitely as he undergoes further testing on a foot injury that he suffered at the end of Thursday's practice. Indefinitely, Barrett, that does not sound good. Doesn't sound good at all. <clears throat> oh, man. And I, I think we just got to be satisfied that, you know, it'll be a two. <laughs> you're already <laughs> writing it off <laughs> right, oh, you know, man. oh because i'm seeing on this, i'm seeing on the stream they're saying liz frank is the, everybody's you know guessing and maybe it is that and if it is that then he is going to be out for quite a bit that's a bad injury that's a bad injury you know but yeah. it's almost as like you know i'm, I'm glad he's gone now mm. you know because yeah. we'd be going through that right now well can, can you imagine if that was happening here that's oh we'd be going crazy crazy yeah. crazy and we're, we're, we're just we're just Moseying on along, minding our own business, getting better as a team. Uh, practice looks crisp, um, crisp today. Mm -hmm. You can tell guys are starting to get it; they're buying into it. Um, coaches are coaching their asses off, man. You know they're they're in everybody's ear. You know what I mean? I mean it's mm -hmm. it's, it's really a great vibe down there. It is that usually it was like last year. It was like doom and gloom. It's a great vibe being in the Nova Care Center at this point. Is that right? Now would well would you compare this to? Doug's first year or maybe Chip's first year, like any kind of first year of a new regime, there there has to be a new energy there. A right? real new energy. And, you know, but it's a positive energy. When Chip came, Chip was an a-hole. So he never had to 
you know, really the but positive did, energy. Did we know that then, though? We know that in hindsight. The like, players we, knew that. They did? I'm talking about from a player's point of view. Uh -huh. I'm talking strictly not, not fans. I'm not talking about the organization himself. I'm talking about how the players are approaching this. They're, I mean, when he say they're attacking it, they're attacking it with some enthusiasm. They're trying to get better. They're asking questions. They're trying to gain as much knowledge about what they're asked to do as they can. Mm -hmm. And it's a definitely, a, definitely a, a turn for the better as far as the organization. This well, right now, this regime has really turned things around on the psyche of players and how they're approaching everything. Hmm. All right. Well, that sounds great. Now, what? who were some of the guys that jumped out at you today? And I know you've been there two of the three days. So who, you know. Jordan Malata, number one, you know, he's yeah. playing great. He's moving around well. He's he's playing physical, you know, even without pads, he's playing physical. He's snatching guys, you know, guys know they're being blocked when he blocks them. <clears throat> hmm. You know, he's using that size and strength now. And, and you could tell he's a tackle. He, he understands what he, he's a football player now. He's not just an athlete out there learning to be a football player. He has now officially become a football player, you know, and he's he's conducting himself like that. Even though they, you know, they haven't handed him a starting job yet, he's going to win that job, hands down. Hmm. Um, another guy that looks really, really good out there is Kayvon Wallace. I mean, this kid is, is playing at a high level. He's going to be – Integral as far as their big, I mean, their big, uh, big nickel defense. You know, big nickel is three safeties in the game, mm -hmm. and you know, take out a linebacker. They run that a lot against teams that love to run eleven personnel. You got to have another athlete out there to, for, for coverage. You know, just in case somebody lands up in the slot, you got two slot receivers. You know, you need somebody to cover them, or running back, or or, or tight end um, out of the backfield or on the line. He can do that. He's shown that ability to do that. Um, the coaches that are coaching the defensive backs, I'm telling you what, man, these guys, I understand why they didn't go out and spend the big money. Mm -hmm. These guys are getting coached and they're fundamentally sound. They look a lot better. Than they, they, these guys are looking like totally different people. Michael Jackett looks like a totally different guy. Marcus, I mean, Epps, Epps looks like a totally different safety. Yeah. They look totally different out there. You know, the way they're, you know, attacking, you know, Gannon plays the defense that attacks. They're always trying to rip the ball out. They're trying to create turnovers. You know what I mean? And you could tell he's coaching them in that manner. Right. Hey, hey, you got to run inside out, inside out, inside out. Force the play, force the ball. Get it. Rip it out, rip it out, rip it out. You hear that all day long. And that's what you want. You know, he's what? teaching that mentality right now. Now, I, I, I like that. That that's all sounds good. But I'm reading your buddy Derek Gunn's tweet here. Mm -hmm. At Real D Gunn. This was within the last hour. I know it's still early in training camp with a new coaching staff, but after watching practice today, this team has a long way to go to get ready. Wow. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. That's not what I saw. No? That's definitely not what I saw, no. And I was standing next to him. Yeah. So I don't know what he's – I don't know. I can't believe he saw that, you know. <laughs> Isn't that – that's amazing, though. The two guys standing right next to one another – both covering, you know, that covered the team saw things totally the opposite. I think it was more so, you know, because it was a lot of young guys out there. Yeah. You know, he wanted to see more impact and big plays and stuff like that. But they were having it's, it's something to have in a practice where you don't have big plays. It was a practice where everybody was executing what they had to execute. Mm -hmm. It didn't look like the offense was getting over the defense and didn't look like the defense was getting over our offense. You know, they took turns being great, you know, and that happens. Um when do they Usually, put the pads on, though? Like what? probably tomorrow night. Tomorrow oh, yeah? night they got a five. I think it's at five five thirty. And I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go to that practice also. Okay. And um, it was it was it's gonna be hype tomorrow. Hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? I think they are going to have pads because they have off on Sunday. Okay. So I think they are going to go pads tomorrow. First time in pads. The, the energy is going to be electric. I know that for a fact. It's going to be electric. Energy. Which also might be why he gave the 10-plus-year guys the, the day off today. I if they're know. going pads tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, that, that, would, that would make some sense. Make a lot of sense, wouldn't All it? All right. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Um you look better today? Does he, you know, Devontae Smith? I mean, these are the guys people want to know about. Yes, they. he looked good also. Um, he threw a touchdown to him today uh, during team periods. They do a lot of one ones-on-ones, you know, in in, in, in their um, – when when they're going against each other, scrimmaging against each other. Mm-hmm. They go so was it like one-on-ones. Slay against Devontae Smith? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, both guys made plays. One guy had a touchdown. One guy had to pull. Th- he didn't go get Slay today because Slay had the day off. Okay. But um, he, he was going against uh, – who they have out there? Um, McPherson. Okay, the the rookie. Yeah. Yeah. So he scored on him. But, you know, the way they're passing things off, you know, the DBs are passing things off. They're understanding on, you know, what the offense is trying to do to them, how they're being coached, you know, looking at things inside out, making sure that they – you know, they're, they're making sure they're over the top when they're supposed to be over the top or undercutting things when they're supposed to undercut things. Um, the linebackers are looking super fast and super quick. Hmm. They look like that because there's no pads on. Right, but they're right. flying around, you know. I want to see how this, you know, goes and how it goes with, um, you know, when you, when you got, you know, Brandon Brooks, you know, hitting up on a linebacker, you know, a little singleton or, you know, or, you know, Davion Taylor. Davion you know, that, Taylor, that's, yeah. That's where, that's where you know, Physics, you know, takes over when you got, you know, 330 against somebody that's 215 pounds, 220 pounds, you know, physics just aren't, you know, in your, in, in, in your cards that you're going to be successful. <laughs> did Gainwell get any reps, like catching passes out of the backfield? That yeah, he did. Yes, yeah? he did. You know, he, um, he lined out, out in the slot a lot also. Oh yeah. Yeah. So him, he's out in the slot. Um, the little, um, back they had last year, number 46, what was his name? Um, he was from um, the Florida school. What is his name? Let me look at. Let me look at the roster. He was out there in the slot a lot. In fact, I was looking like, why does this receiver have this number? I was, oh, that's not a receiver. That's a. It's actually a running back. Um, what was his name? Let me let me check right now. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, he went to Florida school. Uh, oh, was it was it the Florida Atlantic? Yes. It was um, um not Florida Atlantic, but um no. no. I don't know. I'm going through the roster. Adrian here. Killians Jr. Oh. Killians. Yeah, he's number 46. He was lining out that receiver a lot. He mm. went to C- Central Florida. Oh, okay. Okay. He went to Central UCF. Florida. That's a fast guy, you know, running like a four two forty. You know, that's him. He played a lot out in the slot also. So you know they're 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 doing a lot of things in which they're trying to highlight, um, how, highlight their, their their talent. They're trying to get speed out there, you know. And I mean it's not, it's only going to help them. It's only going to help them. You know, the faster they are, the better they're going to do. And that's, this team is built on being fast. You know, Howie said he wanted fast players. Mm-hmm. He definitely did that. What do you know? think ends up happening to Dillard? Say, I know you're sold on Milata getting that position. They, he's going to be he's going to be the swing be tackle guy. Swing tackle, or they could, tr- they could trade him. They wouldn't trade him because um they look like they were fools if they trade him. Mm-hmm. They're already trying to save face right now to put him in the starting lineup. Yeah. So you can't. I mean, if a guy's not ready, he's just not ready. Right. And I don't know if if Dillard will ever be really ready. I mean, he could go out tomorrow and play like an All Pro. 
I, I'm in a, I'll I'll eat crow. You know what I'm saying? I, I hope that's the case. Yeah. I want nothing but success from the guy. But I, I just don't see how you can take Jordan and, and Jordan not be pissed off about it. He's still smiling too much for me. I don't like that. But, you know, mm-hmm. at least he's out there competing. He's playing hard and he's showing that he belongs there. What about Nelson, the cornerback? Uh, Looking very good. Yeah. Very, very, very good. Looking quick. Picked up the defense. You know, but I mean, football is football is football. You know, it doesn't change. You just have different names for the same concepts, you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Now he was studying some of that Colts tape, apparently. Mm-hmm. So he looks he looks good. And this is going to be an aggressive type of defense. They're not going to sit back and just let people right. do whatever they want. They're going to run a lot of zone, but they're going to blitz a lot from those zone uh, some zone formations. So Nice. All right, Barrett. That's good stuff. Good breakdown. You'll be at practice again uh, tomorrow night. Yes, be so I imagine bad. you'll you'll probably put stuff out on on Twitter, Instagram, I'll, or no? I'll I'll, I'll try. <laughs> you know me. May, hey, could you remind me? Yeah, I will. I'll be there at five thirty. You remind me, all right? Okay. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Okay, I will. I'll send you a text. There you go. I won't send you an email because I know you won't read that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Stay Have tuned a great for uh, Dan Cilio later on today on the National Football Show right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Have a great weekend. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.